You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. The fucking wind, bro. The wind. I'm just so glad the wind is fucked off. The wind, like, the wind is almost worse than any other weather type. Hot, yeah, hot heater wind. Don't you reckon? Like, oh, hot day wind. Hot, hot day, day wind, yeah, which it has wind. been sort of, like, gusty, but... Blustery, yeah. gusty, hay fever wind. Like getting burnt in the wind. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. I'd prefer fucking almost any other weather, I think. Yeah. Like, if it's really windy, what's the point? Well, cold and windy, you can sort of get that wild, woolly feel where you can curl up, you're, like, outside, but, yeah. like, outside when it's, like, sunny. Yeah, it's too hot to do anything. Like, it's you're in- hot and sweaty and it's windy as fuck. That's it, yeah. It's inviting, but then it's fucking, but then it's fucking it's, awful. It's, it's gross. Now, thank you for coming in. We are, for those of you watching, you might be like, what's this humongous fucking ice bucket here? Now, I don't know where, I don't know if I'm going to find anything right now. This is going to freeze my fucking hand as this was all put together by Dave. And I don't know where. It's in the computer. Oh, I'm fu- I found something. I found something. Fuck, it's cold. You want some help there, buddy? No, 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 no. <laughs> Keep an eye on this shit. It's so heavy that it's oh, tough to pick up with one hand. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Big Day Rosé Magnums, dog. Magic fingers. Big Day Rosé Magnums. Now, for those of you that... Can I, can I hold it? Yeah, grab a hold of that baseball bat. Don't drop it, dude. No, I just want to do this. <laughs> I just, just got this it. urge to... Yeah. So we thought for a big magnum we needed an ice bucket that's worthy. So let's actually like build this up like a nice beach pillow behind it. You know what I mean? So it can like rest. Oh yeah. It's like a lilo yeah. ice. That's nice. Yeah, so Morning. we sold out of these bad boys, which you should almost get him in the ice as well, because if we get through that magnum, I mean that'd be a lot of work if we did, but I did get it over here. Yes, and I did ice. I actually over. had to because um I was gonna drive, I was like, oh maybe stuff to do, but then I was parked in. Oh, really? How yeah, fucking annoying that is. Like, yeah. They parked. It's, wait, it's where a, I'm trying to. What do you mean they parked like in? I'm, I'm parked in by a car in front and a car behind me. No, really? Like, like no ju- way you could get out? Like, just enough to not be able to get out. It's like, you knew and fucking you knew. You both knew. But you tried to be cute enough to get away with it. Where Dude, there's getting like parked in. Space. You're like, I sometimes wonder what's a reasonable response. Like, is sticking a knife into the tires of those cars too <laughs> much? That's like the emotion, the rage I get where I'm like, fuck, fuck you. Yeah, dude. And then after that, I nearly got ran over on the um, pedestrian crossing. Like, I'm crossing. You must almost get run over all the time, though, right? Like, that's almost a par for the course for you, isn't it? <laughs> Well, just because flirting with Dave. Well, you know, you don't pay much wind. attention. Big Day Rosé Magnum's on sale. Uh, not now. Probably in about a... Fuck, they're big, dude. Sorry, we will get back to you getting hit by cars. But no, that's no, a, no. This no, is, no, dude, no. This is humongous, bro. It's a baseball bat. This I want to get run over by that. Yeah, this thing... Well, we're about to. This thing doubles <laughs> as, um, like, protection from, like, a home invasion. You know what I mean? There you are. You take that one, buddy. Thank you, sir. Let me give you a bit more. That's a bit. I went a bit mamunga, which is Fiji. Well, it's no, that's a classy pour. The first one is like that. You kind of look a bit amateurish if you fill your glass oh, up to the top, like even though you want fucking to. Fucking goblet. That's what happens later on. Yeah. First one's like. Get into your goblet work. All right. Pop that down there. Oh, dude. Look at this thing. Big day rose, bro. So, how, how much is that? The literage? It's uh, a good question. 1.5 litres. <laughs> <laughs> this is party central. You rock up to a party with a magnum of Big Day Rosé. Thanks for coming. It should say how many um, standos. Fifteen. Fifteen point four one standard drinks. Responsibly. Responsibly. Responsibly, Responsibly fucked. 
That's beautiful. That's a baseball bat right there. That thing had hit home runs. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for coming on, dog. No, mate. Happy to. Jarchi, I don't know if I'm putting Jarchi's business in the streets. Actually, no, I'm pretty sure he put it on his Instagram. He got a good old colonoscopy yesterday. And, it's and, good. It, and, good and is it good? You liked it? Yeah. It's really good. I just want to say, yeah, surprisingly, like, not surprisingly, but like someone comes out with a new rosé. No, go I, back to that. Yeah. yeah. Just the, the taste took over. No, no, that's fine. It is. It is flawless. No, it's like really. It, thank you. I appreciate that. Like you've had, you've had like f- like French rosé before, and it's like this is elite. You know, you go mm. to a wedding, and there's only a few of them or something, and it's like this is. But this is like flawless. I think it's as drinkable. You can it's smash as good it. as a. It's as good a rosé. Again, outside of like French rosé shit, like yeah, well, like, who's, like, who's yeah. going to spend fifty dollars on a bottle no, of rosé? Really, but it's as good a rosé as I've tasted, and I've been a rosé whore. If you were to see on my Instagram, since I've had Instagram, I had my middle name as Rosé on there for some reason. Tommy Rosé, Thomas Rosé, Birmingham. I don't know why. I've always liked rosé. It's a good fucking rosé. You have always had that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but mate, it's the the dribblers know it's good. It's been flying off the shelf as we sold out again with the small boys. You guys are just knocking it out of the park. Now we've come in with the tall boys. So is that fun? It's just like another venture on the old... Yeah, it's fun as Notch on the old belt. Another notch on the old belt. I don't want to wear a belt. Beltless. <laughs> Shout out to Wedding Crashers. See you at dinner. It's... <laughs> yeah, it's good fun, dude. Rosé, it's, it's, it's a fun, flirty, fucking... Sort of, you know, a bit dribbly drink. Like. A day, it's a good day drink. A day drink. If it if it pops up at night, it's also welcome. It's well, like, I think it's a good day drink if you're drinking it like if it if it's party vibes all day and all night, then it's fucking terrific. It's spot on. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows where we go from here with Big Day? But the dribblers like it, so shout out to you. Thanks for everyone for getting the other ones. But these magnums will be on. The magnums should be the last thing, like the last rosé for the year. They'll be on sale next week, and then I think it's just like get you'll have them all before Christmas and party silly season all that sort of shit. But I gotta buy some tall boys. No, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a mag. We'll give you a fucking tall boy, bro. Okay. Josh had a colonoscopy. What the fuck is that? Yeah, camera up the ass or an endoscopy. Camera up the ass. Camera down the mouth. Yeah, spit roasted by technology. I've had it before as well. Awake? No, no, no. I choose to be awake. Can I be awake? <laughs> no, it's actually medically dangerous. Uh, no, asleep. Yeah. And it's fucking... You know what? Like, I completely understand that, like... Imp- have you ever had your... Have you ever had your prostate check? I haven't. And it's I've been not, thinking yeah, about it recently. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those You're ones... awake for that, right? <laughs> yeah. You can't no. be as pedantic I mean, as to ask I, to go no. to sleep for It'd that. be a lot, and I would, I, would res- I would understand if someone wanted to be unconscious for it. But it is one of those things, you know, where they're like... Men have got to go get checked up, change the stigma, do all that. Like, that is true because you just need to, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, would you prefer to have a finger up your ass or die from something? It's like, just do it. Oh, 100%. But, and that if you haven't said, had a finger up your ass already, then what well, are you, really what are you doing? doing? Yeah, what are you doing? You know, explore yourself. Well, whether it's sexual or whether it's that you're shelving. If you want. Or, I get it. Perhaps. But I, when I had my uh, endoscopy, yeah. So I had to go into the doctor and he had to basically stick his fingers in my ass first. Yeah. And I was sitting down with him and he started kissing me. No. Good night, sweet prince. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, so he's like, all right, now we're going to have to check you. I'm going to have to put some my fingers in your ass. He didn't say it uh, as vague. <laughs> as what, vulgar, yeah, what did he say? That? In your butthole? I can't remember ass? if he just said like, it's time for like a rectal examination or something like that. Yeah. With an eyebrow raise? 
I think it might have been. Uh, the, I was just like, I knew that that was potentially on the cards, but I didn't know it was definitely on the cards. So I was yeah. like, fuck, yeah. okay, doc. So then I had to go and lay on the like the doctor's the table in like the doctor's thing in a nighty. I don't even know if I. It must have been a nighty, but I also feel like maybe I just pulled my pants down, <laughs> <laughs> left them at the ankles, yeah. lift your legs up. No, dude, I wish. Well, I don't wish it was like that. Like, have at me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, come get a taste. No, I had to lay on my side, facing the wall, like I was <laughs> shame, ashamed of myself. Like, turn over and face the wall. I'm like, mm. <laughs> and then he's like, done the full. Gloves, you know, I get the gloves on. <laughs> Blink-182 album Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, exactly. Lubing up his fucking fingers and stuff. And then... Do they use, like, yeah, like well, sexual KYs? Well, stuff. I don't know if it's fucking... Dulex. Du- yeah, Durex lube or Dulex. <laughs> cherry flash. Yeah. You can smell it. Yeah, yeah. This is glow-in-the-dark lube. <laughs> I'm turning the lights off. Um, <laughs> Helps me find what I'm looking find for. My, find, yeah, I know it's on your asshole and he turns the lights. He's like, I'm just looking for this glow-in-the-dark dot in the room so I can go... <laughs> but as he had his uh, so he had his fingers in my ass which is obviously awful like, <laughs> and he's sort of feeling around didn't take that long yeah. but as his fingers are in my asshole a chick walks in the room <laughs> oh, fuck. just excuse me doctor oh and i'm like ah what the fuck and he's like ah he's like holding me down like stop moving <laughs> don't disturb me in my private stop reflection moving. period and then she's run out, and then he's put his things like, oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is already a little overwhelming enough as it was having a, a, a gentleman's fingers up my ass. And yeah, now yeah. this woman's walked in he'd while he's fucking... he take him out while she was there, or he's like, any calls? <laughs> no, it was like, his finger's still in my ass. She comes in, oh, and I'm like, hey. And then he's like, still in there. And then she just closed the door, and then he's like, okay, we're done. Right. But he right. stayed in me while she was in there. <laughs> Well, it's not that weird. It's funny. No, it's, it's not weird. It's, not, it's, it's, not it's weird. funny, not weird. Funny, it's not, not weird. weird. It is funny, but I, but it is like I can understand why it's not something that it, we're all clambering to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just don't know whose whose finger is coming your way. If there's if there's like a comfortable doctor, and I'm sure they all are. You'd also probably you, know, you want a doctor who doesn't have big fucking fat fingers, like right? Car- Carly with um, getting f- a needle. She's got a needle needle phobia. And God bless her, she's had a lot through the pregnancy and all that sort of stuff. And we had one, so she went from like crying to eventually not crying. And then, you know, 10 needles later over a few months, she, we had this one where the lady came in and she was just the first one that wasn't very good. And she's like, oh, I, um, we can't, uh, this, is, this is a special kind of needle, so it's, it, it's going to hurt. She said, she said, it's going to hurt. Oh, Jesus. And then I'm like, that's not the right thing to say. And she goes, oh, yeah, it's good because we need to get it right. Otherwise, your, your vein could collapse. Oh, and I'm like, like what the fuck are yeah. you doing? Can you shut up, please? Everyone's been a 10 and you're a zero. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And she was so frightened. And I, I had to say, she's like, no. She like she clung to me. She's like, I can't do it with her. And I'm like, no shit. I wouldn't fucking <laughs> deal with her either. And then she, we, we said, sorry, we're going to have to. Um, get someone else. Really? Which sounds pedantic, but if you've got like a screaming pregnant wife, you, you, oh, you get what you... No, no, when you're in that phase, you get like, what you're asking fuck for. Fuck this, I'll do whatever. Just to just to shut her up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they're, they're out there. So did you have to you tell the lady though? Were you like... Uh, I'm like, sorry, yeah, we're, gonna, we're not going to do it right now. And she goes, well, you need to do it. And I said, yeah, well... Not with you, not, dog. Not with you, we'll need to... 
Doc. I didn't mean to call her a dog. <laughs> Your sounded, dog? That sounded rude. Um, you don't want to slap the face of the help, but it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> no. You no. fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? No, you don't want to slap the nurse. That's a good message for everyone out there. You don't yeah. want to slap the fucking nurse. It's you like, know. you know, metaphorically. Yeah, metaphorically slap the nurse. You don't want to be rude. Rude of the help. All right, we had our... Look, I mean... Finally, I've got someone on the podcast with a kid. So, you know, every time, every, Eddie and Josh just gave me nothing. They just talk shit to me. But the midwife that we had to deal with was a fucking bitch when yeah. we first had Evie. She was a fucking bitch. She never looked at me the entire time we were, like, going for these midwife meetings. She'd just talk to Steph and not me. And I'm like, I get that, like, I'm not the one having the child. And that's cool. But I wouldn't mind knowing what the fuck is going on. Like, can you just acknowledge me at all? <laughs> But then I'm like, am I, I just can't being... help but see this in a way that's like it's me just like wanting some attention. Like, this guy's totally insecure. Like, what the <laughs> fuck's going on here? She's like, this guy keeps staring at me. I yeah, need what? to fucking. Yeah, I'm just trying to help his wife out with their fucking. You're constantly trouble. adjusting, trying to get in her eyeline. Excuse me. So what what, what happens here? No, oh, but you know when they're talking about like the size of the baby and shit. Oh, it's grown this much or fucking what? And you're like, okay, well, like, tell me some of this information. Yeah, yeah. You but Steph, Steph hated her as well, so that makes it. I wasn't. I wasn't completely. Like I wasn't wrong. No, no. Look, look. It's how you felt, um, and that, I think that's the point. Like sometimes when it's your partner that you care about, or it's your asshole that you care about, you got to be careful with who's placing fingers in your asshole. In your asshole. Now, I'm going to drop some cubes in your home, and feel free to do so yourself. Big day rosé on sale. Um, we regaled the punters and dribblers the other day about um, your uh, just the situation you found yourself in with that saxophone player mm. at Eddie's wedding. You want me to just retell it? Well, you don't the necessarily retell it because yeah. when you said it, you're like, you do you sort think of dumbed the, down? Do the, you think we misrepresented you, or did we make you sound smarter than you were? Not particularly. No, <laughs> it's. I mean, the end speaks for itself, really. Yes, but. The way she said it was just like, he's he's deaf. He's deaf. But what I didn't realise is they were they were leaning into that, like behaving as though he really is deaf, but f- knowing full well that he's not. And just in my drunken state, I'm like, he's, he's deaf. And then she's like, yeah, he's deaf. It was like very convincing the way that she was saying this. Yes. So I was like, oh man, you, you poor bugger. Like he's just like, you know, playing away. Everyone's sort of leaving the dance floor. And he doesn't know. No, I, just I, just, of, I tapped him thought, on the shoulder the and like waving at him. But He's why did you want to like do it? Were you, me off. But were you, like, were you like, you know what? I'm going to be the guy who goes and tells him. Like, I'm going to be the nice guy here. You know, I'm, he I'm, very, I'm a very forthright guy. person. I like to, you know, you like to I want to see possible. someone, you know, drowning socially. Yeah. I just want to go over and see help him out. And I ended up drowning myself, looking like a fucking idiot. It was... It was the funniest thing of the weekend, I almost think. Once I'd heard that, Mm-mm, like... Mm. No, the chair pulling. I was sitting right next to you. Oh, Eddie, right. That was, dude, that no, was you're so right. that was fucking funny. Like, yeah. Especially, like, your laugh when, you, when, it, <laughs> when it's something so intense where you can... You, there's almost no sound. You're no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, eyes wide and... Yeah. You're horrified, but, it, like, at first... But then when Ella gets up, she's like, fucking hell, Eddie. Yeah. And you're like, okay, it's all good. It's, it's all, gonna be good. all good. Yeah, yeah. For those oh, you don't know, when Ella, we did mention it, but when Ella was sitting down for the, at the reception, 
Is it called the reception when you're pissing on? Yeah. The reception, as she was sitting down, Eddie pulled out the chair for her as she's sitting down and basically yoinked it out from under and she just fell on the ground. It was <laughs> so fucking funny. You mean right Paso as she was sitting, pulled, pulled it so wide. It was comical. So far out. It looked yeah, it deliberate. Was like, it, was, it, it, it looked deliberate. It, hey. it, was, it was like a joke. It was like it was, a slapstick comedy. That was fucking funny. And now we've got your wedding to look forward to. And he's, dude, he's, we do. Um, I'm, I'm excited about that. But just like to cap that off, the funniest bit for me was just Eddie. I felt sorry for him. It was all all, all good, but for a while there, his his big eyes were just. Oh, he like, was he was mortified, he, dude. He's doing these ones like. Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> he's got like googly eyes when he's really concerned. He's like, dying. <laughs> Embarrassed Eddie is hard yeah, to find, dude. But when you find him, bro, oh, it's my heart heaven. went out to him. But I was also laughing directly in his face. No, same. <laughs> but that's what I was about to say. You remember when growing up, when Sebo of about even fame, when you would get Sebo cut, it was one of the most sat- Sebo's cut face was like one of the most satisfying things you'd ever see. <laughs> but it was also it was also weirdly unsatisfying because he he gets so cut that he'd make you feel bad. Like well, his cut yeah. face would make you feel bad. You're like, oh, dude, he's really cut. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to celebrate too. Even too though much. he is, it seems gluttonous to like wave the victory flag in his face too. Yeah, but he's also the first person standing on like the the standing at the altar of bagging you the fuck out. So when you get <laughs> him is. and he's cut, you're like, nah, fuck you, dude. He is. We got you. But when Eddie's cut, oof, that's pretty close. Like if you want to, or like embarrassed, cut face Eddie, cut face or, or embarrassed, embarrassed Eddie. They are. Faces, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. I guess they're similar in like Sebo's cut face also was kind of face. embarrassed face. So like subdued, like there's this like Sebo's found a mask that looks like his face and he's put it on. Yeah, yeah, he's exactly. Like, You're like, oh no, this has got him good. And that's congratulations, when, well done. So they like shakes your hand, sort of like yeah, formally. You, you're like, like you've ah. got me. And you're like, okay. You just you just <laughs> just just laugh, dude. It's okay. You cut. But Eddie Eddie cut embarrassed is fucking I'll tell you a story with Eddie that he was Cut both cut and embarrassed, and he was it was in Bathurst, and you weren't there actually. It was me, Jarch, and him, and we were and Ella and Carly and maybe someone else, and we're all walking from our place at night to the bar, like to the Ox or something. And Eddie's just in one of those moods, rummed up. Yeah, he could he'd get up, boisterous, boisterous when he was, and we up. love him for that. But he, and he was just coming at me so hard. I don't know what I'd done that day. It was like particularly venomous. And he's going, fucking straight. Why weren't you bloody late? He was just like sort of repeating himself. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This, this thing. Um, and he's loud as fuck. I, I can't remember what it was about exactly. It was, it was, uh, don't talk about my Kalili bro. Oh, right. And so yeah, he was yeah, saying yeah. like, I'm being overprotective about Carly. Like uh, if someone was saying something, I'm like, and then he was in person and he just kept saying it and saying it and saying it. And Jarch is laughing. I'm, I've gone into a state where I will stop defending myself and just ride it. I'll go quiet. Yeah. And that's when you know the beast is about to arrive. Yeah. It's also it's when it's so when I'm you like, know like you've been got though. Like you've got, got like you a yeah. Bit. He's he's socially wrecking me, but I'm like this is now becoming unacceptable. <laughs> and I'm like, was for that, me, for was me, Carly like, there? She was there. Yeah. Like, right. So she's seen you get absolutely roasted. But he's he's carrying on, carrying on, and I'm, like. You know, stomping on my head while I was... He could have stopped a good 10 minutes ago and he's still going. And eventually we're walking past this hedge and I just fuck. He's going, oh, don't talk about my Kalili, bro. And mid-fucking conversation, I just push him 
launched into the air <laughs> and he flies head first in the like an aggressive push where he went sideways in the air. He was also a tiny little fucking bean of a thing back then. Like you could, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you could throw him to the moon. So if you put some like effort into, do you want me to top? Are you it's all right? Good to top no, up? I'm good for now, man. I'm good. But um, I will be topping up. Yeah, he he flew into the bush. And it was, it just generated the biggest laugh from everyone else. Like, it was just like, ah, like, judge is like, ah, fuck it out. And um, it was very satisfying. He gets up and the same sort of like googly eyes, like, he goes, no, that fucking, that was aggressive. That was aggressive. That was really, you're, you're actually fucking trying to fight me. And I was like, I was like, yep, yep. Tables have turned, brother. Tables have turned. We're all laughing at you now. We're all laughing at you now. And then everyone's laughing, like, because he was, he was just embarrassed. Yeah. You know? And then um, he picked up a beer and poured it all over me. Uh, but at that point, I'm like, I had still want, like everyone was laughing. Yeah. So I was like, mate, you can pour the beer over me. Like, that's, I, don't, I don't give a shit. We're still laughing at it. Yeah, you. no, I've already And he goes, all right, all right, good mates fight. How about that? Okay, well, good <laughs> mates fight. Yeah, no, it's fine. We'll, we'll, <laughs> oh, he'd, he'd, not in like a sarcastic way. He'd resided to the, to the, yeah, to the point of going like, I have to now accept up. this yeah. as a truce. <laughs> We're yeah. good friends. We've fought. Let's crack let's, on. Let's move on. And we did crack on. There you go. He's night. learning as well. Me and Eddie got... Eddie, I feel like... Is, like, you and I have never come close to fisticuffs, have we? No, but we've had a pretend wrestle uh, that oh, I lost yeah. twice. Yeah. You probably dude. said that on the show. No, I don't even know if I have, but the pretend wrestle was at the... When we were, like, we were playing cricket at the park and you wanted to keep wrestling me. It started Muay Thai. And yeah, I was well, really yeah. getting big for my boots, telling everyone about how I could yeah, do this, do that. And you oh. know, UFC was really thriving. We're all into that. And, and then all the, the boys are like, well, how about you take Tom on? You know, if he's a bit bigger, but you've got some skills. Let's see what, let's big see these skills you're slob. espousing to us. And, um, and then we went for it. You just kept trying to take me down. I tried to take you down, but just the, just the, the weight. weight of you. <laughs> <laughs> you pretzeled me up with your stomach. Like I just got larded like a sandwich. Oh, fuck <laughs> I was just sandwich pressed by his gut <laughs> and his thigh. I was like, help! It stinks. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> you fucking bastard. <laughs> But yeah, and then I beat you, and then you came back and got me again. Or you I went for it again. again. I double went for a double. I beat take. you again, and then I threw my lower back out, and I was like, "This motherfucker!" My, the, I had to lay on the bench at the park, going like, "Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. my lower back's completely." I'm fucked. over the face. Can you tell the story, please? I'm pretty sure we didn't talk about this one when we had John last time. Just while you're talking about Muay Thai. When you went oh, down yeah, there yeah, with yeah, your yeah. shorts. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I know the one. Yeah, yeah, This is... This, this is was awful, dude. And um, <laughs> oh, this was embarrassing. And this is, that's for me. I, yeah, so Jim and uh, Bondi Boxing Gym, Bondi Road, loved it. Been there probably a year. And we're doing an exercise in the ring. And you get four people in the ring and we're all in the corner of the, the ring and you're on the ground and people would have to like punch your stomach like a, a you know core core strength yeah, yeah yeah and i'm getting it done getting it done and then uh and then you have to do this bit where you have to like lift your legs up and i'd lifted my legs up and it was the teacher who was who was drilling me yeah everyone else had like you know another, i had the fucking teacher who i respected <laughs> and i lift my legs up and then i'm just like yeah, yeah go for it go for it go for it and then I realise everyone's going like, oh, fucking hell, dude. And I've split my pants open. I had no underpants on. My fucking junk is 
completely out. I'm in the corner of the ring <laughs> like this. And every single person has like a fucking floor view of my nuts and cock. An asshole. And, and probably my asshole. Like it was the worst, most unflattering view ever. And I had no idea, so there was a good long, like, five, ten seconds of me just like, what, what's everyone laughing at? <laughs> oh, my God! And, just, and then he's like, mate, Strudy, come on, hop up. He goes, I'll was get it, you a towel. Was, was he hitting you while your nuts were out? He was for a bit. The idea of your Other people started laughing. Balls, like, just jiggling as you're getting hit in the guts by the Dude, fucking... Dude, well, they all started laughing, and he's oh. like, what are you laughing at? And then he looked back, and he, he, he noticed, <laughs> but I, had, I was the last of the party. Oh, dude, that's so and, good. Um, and he got me a towel and <laughs> I got the towel because they were so ripped that I might as well have had two separate pieces of clothing. <laughs> right, like yeah, Two yeah. little tubes on the sides of my legs <laughs> held together by like just the waistband. <laughs> They're like and, arseless chaps. <laughs> yeah. And then I left Wasn't with the, the towel. towel and um, I'd never came back. Did you not go? I thought the towel was fucking minuscule as well. I thought the towel he gave you yeah, was time. A, yeah, it was like a you little You had to towel. walk back to your car with like, yeah. yeah. Dude, that's so good. Yeah, that was... That's so good, dude. Your senses really come alive when you're in a, a hot, hot room. How did... Who, who told you? Who brought it to your attention? Or did you notice it? The the instructor. So he went, oh, bro, yeah, you like, out. I heard the murmur of everyone fucking laughing and going, like something was going on. I thought it was not related to me at all. And then the teacher, because he'd noticed, had looked back and then seen it, and then he was laughing. And then I'm like, why has everyone stopped? And I'm like, it's like that for a good five seconds. And everyone's like, I look, look back and everyone's not looking at me. Going like, you want to talk about the worst possible position to be in when your nuts accidentally pop out or your dick and ball, like when your pants rip. Like totally. if your pants rip when you're running around walking, you're like, oh, whoops, okay, whatever. But to be no undies on, fucking literally in like a giving birth position. In the corner of the ring, like how vulnerable. Yeah. Like, like the KO of all embarrassments. Dude, that is so fucking good. That's brilliant. And you never went back. I'd like to do some some. Uh, I miss it, training. I, yeah. I'd like to do boxing oh. training. Muay Thai's fun. I'm Which trying to get back into some exercise, like generally speaking. Yeah. I say this a lot on this show. You mentioned tennis. Yeah, dude. I wouldn't mind going and playing some tennis. It's like cardio, quick, fucking yeah. running around in the hot Australian sun, get a bit of a sweat on. You can totally switch off with tennis too because it's just such a beautiful, simple game where it's back and forth, back and forth. Mm. And you get into a rally and even when you win a good point, there's the... If it's a good game, a tight game, you have that feeling of like you don't need to celebrate. It's like, you know, or you don't need to get upset if someone, like, you just stay in it and you're like, you're well aware of the game and then how it levels yes. up. It's a very like mental but physical but simple game. Yes. I, I haven't played for ages. I used to be a tennis like fiend when I was younger. I used to play in like, all the, like in the local comps in Barrow and that sort of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, life gets in the way. You know? And the court hide is, is court hide tricky to do. It's also like, I think when you're in your early 20s and you're like just hung over basically for the whole time, you're like, the last thing you feel like doing is going and playing fucking tennis. Yeah, true. But if you want to do something, you can make it happen. But and if now you I just tennis, feel like tennis is a great, it's like, you can, the thing with tennis is like, if you go for a run, you're running for maybe an hour max, right? Tennis, yeah. a game could go for fucking three hours. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can have a really long tennis game where you don't really know going in how long you're going to be playing for. Yeah. I like that element of it as well and the competitive nature of it. 
Yeah. But I'm also like, you go back, you know when you go back to a sport that you used to be able to play and you can't play it anymore? Well, yeah, but that's only for a bit. Like, I had that... My serve came back to me. Me and Seba had a, had a, a game. Might have been a year ago. But... um. We hadn't played for a long time before then, but he and I used to like to play like around Redfern and stuff. And um, it was always quite competitive. Mm. And I think we <laughs> absolutely smoked him. Talk about Seb Cutface. Dude, well, Seb, competitive won Sebo. There's no one more sets, competitive. one game, if, I think he won. Oh, really? <laughs> but it's because my serve was just on, just came back to me. But there, there was other dreadful parts of the game where I was like, this backhand is disgusting. Like, you yeah. can't even hit the, the racket. But I was just... When your serve is on, I'm just sort of like lucking out. I'm like, well, it's tough for anyone who hasn't played in a while to return Yeah, that. and Sebo, the little meatball with As legs I just running pump after my own balls. Tires, so no, no, that's okay. You can beat your dick here. Yeah. Sebo chasing balls all over the court. But it was still fun. Like it's, like I said, like you're just, you're not talking to each other and it's just like a fun mm-hmm. mental sweat where you're so engaged without talking. Are you doing any acting still or no? Um, no, yeah, just getting auditions and stuff, like... But, like, you're not trying for, like, movie, TV shit? No, it's more, I like, had ads a, and uh, stuff? I had a an audition for... Um, and these don't come around very often for me, mm. but there was, like, an Australian office mm. they were going to make, and then they were like, oh... They, they um, well, you gave the me the opportunity to audition for that, and I was just like... Look, I've ju- just started my business. I've just had a kid. It's like you've got to commit to seasons. And it's like I just didn't think that the role should go to someone who's sort of half one foot in, one foot out, even if I was talented enough to get it. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's just like, you know what, dude? Like, just keep throwing me the ads. It's good money. I enjoy it. Ad cash just seems like it's fucking almost better than... No, obviously not better than TV shows and shit, but it's like maybe... Yeah, uh, you get like three ads in a year. It's like a nice little fucking handsome little... Yeah, chunk thing, of change. But it's not what it used to be. Like car ads, beer ads. Car ads and beer ads used to pay fuckloads, like 50 grand like for that ad. Really? Yeah. Now it's nothing like that. Fuck all. Nothing like that. I mean, you're essentially in a rose ad right now and you're not getting paid anything. That's okay, but I'm drinking it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm drinking it for free. That's a good point. Did they, when you auditioned for that, did they make you sign an NDA or something? Yeah, I'm just realising now that I probably yeah. shouldn't be talking about it. Yeah, I've heard that from a few other people as well. That Well, just beep not, out what he said, as in I auditioned for beep. Nah, but there is, I've just looked it up and it's kind of been reported that they are making it. Oh, cool. So, an Australian version yeah. of it? Yeah. Set where? In an office in Australia. I know that sounds like a dumb question <laughs> and your response made me feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Get this guy on the show. <laughs> but I mean, is it literally just the office, Australian version? Pretty yeah, much, like There's yeah. the British office, American office. Yeah, 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 right. The same okay. branding. Who's making it? Uh, um, I think Amazon Prime. I don't think it's been... Yeah, I think Amazon Prime. There's a part of me that's like, Amazon do Prime. you do that? Do we need an Australian spin-off of The Office? Like, I, it's a fucking great show. The English one was great. I never really watched... To be honest, I've watched bits of all of them. I haven't watched the People full English the, or the full American. But the, the English Ricky Gervais one is obviously the fucking best. It's so good. It's untouchable. Yeah. Ricky Gervais in The Office where... Do you know how that started? It was just him and, um, you know, the tall fella? Steve Merchant. Pod, Steve yeah. Merchant. Like, Steve had to do, like, a home video 
for or like a video like a documentary style thing of his office and he helped got Ricky to help him to do it and Ricky was really lent into the idea and then they made this little mockumentary for him that he actually had to use for some sort of legitimate job that he had to do like an internship somewhere and then and like not to be funny either but Ricky just like well this is so lame let me just let me be suddenly you've stumbled on something that's really good and then yeah they um it was just sort of born out of that where they didn't mean to want to make it they were just having fun yeah i still want to i hope that's right i still want to make something like that like and i don't mean in any way that i'm or we are anything fucking ricky gervais ricky gervais is fucking but we've done you know we made streets of sydney which was the web series that was funny and that was like well received that like lit a little bit of a fire under in my asshole about like making something more substantial yeah yeah it's one of those ones where you're like fuck it's just a, i don't know that i have necessarily the fucking energy to do it but it would be fun it would be fun you know what i mean not even necess- like i'd cameo i'd cam I'd, well I'd, acting I'd in it like the acting part of streets of sydney was always very fun but i think i enjoyed more watching fucking people do it than actually doing it myself oh you wouldn't get in there you'd have to get in there well mate like fuck i wouldn't say no like maybe but it's not my... <laughs> I remember at taking Street to Sydney when you were... Um, and this sort of explains exactly maybe what you're saying. Where Eric Dragon. Eric Dragon. Fuck me. Eric Dragon characters. was... I had someone come up to me and look it up. The other day. It's funny. Eric Dragon. I was Dragon. A, like a uni activist. <laughs> I was basically D or Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, you're doing a take and like often we would just go like, go for a rant. Just say, just let yeah. your mouth talk. Yeah. And then you eventually were saying something. We're filming, filming. You're going through your round, and then you're like, cut. Like normally, normally the rule is like just keep just going. Just keep going. Until until like, no, going. no, no. You, you t- cut yourself. Was that where I was? Was it when I was standing in the middle of the fucking Sydney, Sydney Uni with Uni a with a Quattro. megaphone and that sign? Not in the the whole thing that Eric bit. Dragon was trying to do was he was he, his campaign was that like. People, impoverished people living in Africa don't have uh, cold drinks or something. And it was like, yeah. get ice to Africa or something dumb as fuck. Yeah, it was, it was almost like woke before woke became like this. You know what? That's actually not a bad shout. It was thing. a little bit. It was D or Dave before. You would have probably been like six at that time, Dave. Mm-hmm. But like little did you know there was a doc- mockumentary being made about your life <laughs> <laughs> before you got there. Is that like a Russell Brand sort of? Yeah, like, the Russell Brand t-shirt. But I actually fucking, it's funny. Russell Brand's now like is almost on the other side of woke culture now. Like woke losers well, are like he's fucking he's right wing you're, like, you're dabble in what's right in a complicated world you're gonna get ping-ponged around it's just you know you live over here you get sick of that you live over there you get sick of that and then you realize no one's right and we're all just grown-up children trying to make it in a big wild world <laughs> <laughs> dude sometimes streety will say like more often he says like silly things, but then every once in a while he'll come out with like the most prophetic fucking shit where I'm like, like he said, you've said more things that have stuck with me as like life advice than anyone else. I think that I know certainly that I know, I don't know about fucking listening to, I don't listen to people for life advice. Really. The one that you said, and I don't think this is necessarily straight out of the Hamish street playbook, but you said it to me, you weren't like quoting someone when you said it, but you were like, do shit that scares you 
And then there was another one that you said recently. I can't remember what that you were, was. You were, you were about to do... You were nervous before your first gig. You were a drummer. And we were having... Throwing a, up in a back alley. Having a dart in the Surrey Hills little back alley. And you're like, dude, I'm fucking, I'm fucking nervous. Like, you know, I know what to do, but it's just... I'm like, mate, just... You're in the perfect spot. Like, you're doing something that's going to really help you. Like, this is... It help anyone. It's just... Because you mean because you. the music was so good that we were going to help? Yeah, people? it was. Well, I was. Yeah, we were scared of how good the music was yeah, going to be. Yeah, That's oh what God. we were really scared. You guys of. could be anything. This yeah. thing, this music could be amazing. This is going to be scary for the culture to handle because we've never heard anything like this. Jerry surf drum beat stuff. <laughs> Jerry sent us a like screenshot the other day of the Drifts uh, Spotify page. You go, fuck boys, they're blowing up. It was like you've had twenty nine listens this month. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that w- crazy though? Because you've got a tricky business. Like everyone wants to blow up without having to promote yourself. But then in promoting yourself sometimes, especially if it's something as naked and honest as being like a, an I artist that you care about. I never thought I'd die alone. You know, like the, the sincerity of having to write music lyrics. You know what I mean? Like It's got to be a safe space, place or whatever. Yeah. But like to be, you know, having to write something like where it's like, I miss you, I miss you. The thing is though, like if you really, if they really feel it and if you really feel what you're doing is, and it might not be good, they clearly would have in that creative space like, oh, you know what? It just didn't really come to fruition, didn't really work. And they'd be able, they've all got ears. They'd, they'd hear if it worked. But if they're like, mate, I want to do something here and then, then it just starts to work. That's what people enjoy because they're, you hear a great song, whatever it is, country music or like indie band, whatever it is. And you're just like, this is coming, this is so personal from them that it makes me enjoy their music. Yeah, sure. It's, it's got to be, like, be personal. From the create in the creative process, I mean, you having some more rosé? I'm not drinking fucking. I'm not drinking a Magnum Load by me myself, up, son. dude. I'm not going to force you, but I am also going to be like, hey, it's dude. a Magnum of rosé. Hook it up to my veins. Now we are going a bit of the. Um, I didn't go full bogan pour and fill you up with a goblet, <laughs> but I thought about it. Um, it's crook, darling. It's crook, darling. But back to the office. Probably an office. Mm. Yeah, I t- like. I don't know whether it's like worth. Like, is it really worth doing another version of the same show? Like, I get franchising it, and I think American, and uh, I think the English version is kind of like English has got similar sensibilities to Australia, relatively. And then America, it's is different, and they managed to pull it off. It's like, what the fuck's the Australian one going to be? I think it's just like it's pretty uncreative to just be like there's So there's, I mean there's got to be so much good talent in Australian comedians and writers that they could come up with their own thing. That's instead it, of recycling. Right? And from what I've heard, bits and pieces of, like, people who've auditioned talk about it, I think the cast that they've chosen, like, is just kind of that very, like, not really old, but the kind of older generation of Australian, like, comedians, presenters that have been on TV okay, for a is while. Is it going to be, like, Peter Hellier on there? Peter Hellier, Yeah, Rob like, people Sitch. like that. Yeah. Like, I think, the project, I think but in one an of office. the big rumoured ones... The project, ones, exactly. I think one of the big rumoured ones is Magda Sabansky. Who, like, she's good, but, like, there's so many funny young people Young people, people that Australia. are, like... That, dude, I'll tell you who's fucking hilarious, dude. Aaron Chen. Yeah. Aaron, have you ever seen Aaron Chen? He's this uh, fucking comedian. What is he, like Korean maybe? Uh, He's Chinese. Chinese. Racist, Tom. Um, (laughs) He's Chinese. And I can't remember where I saw him first. I think I saw him. The Australia soccer game. Do you remember that? 
Uh, was that like after the World Cup? They had like a show or something? No, was it, it was a it was a Liverpool versus Everton match, and that SBS were broadcasting, and he was still pretty young and wasn't really well known, and they gave him like the job of being the sideline commentator. Yeah, have you ever seen that? Oh. It's like two minutes is worth watching. Yeah, yeah, get so it up. There's were we watching this commentator and all laughing at it after the um, live stream that we did? No, 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 this is years ago. This was a long time ago. But he's fucking funny. But you're right, though. Like, it's you see those things, you go, oh, okay, cool. This is just going to be maybe an unimaginative. Yeah. Oh, like an unimaginative, like, use of all the same fucking actors we've seen Mm. for years who are funny. Like, the, the, is it, what do they call it? Working dog, where it's like Glenn, like the dude who was Russell Coit and fucking. Oh, Rob yeah, Sitch like Rob Sitch. Yeah. Yeah, like they're all really, dude, they ca- are really funny dudes. Ca- Kath and Kim, I watched the other day when I was hungover, and I'm like, this is fucking funny. I'm surprised that some loser hasn't tried to cancel Kath and Kim for like punching down on Bogans or some shit. It I is, like, that's what it is. It's, it's, it is quite like over the line, but clearly. Yeah, hilarious. but it's a joke, right? Yeah, like, no, why is. can't you bag out Bogans the same way you can it's bag got, out rich people? It's got a bit of bag heart. out fucking dumb yeah. people or smart you gotta people. You got to lean into the stupidity of it, not like analyze. Just enjoy it. And I think and as well, when you're making it, you can't like completely dehumanize the characters and just say, like, oh, we're making fun of you. You got to show, like, at the end, like, oh, they're people, they've got their own, you know, feelings. They've got genuine problem. emotions. Right. Yeah, as well exactly. as the silliness yeah. that, you know. Yeah, like, I think there was some, there was one that they tried to do. Which was like all these like in inverted commas wogs living in like this big house and that was kind of a similar Kath and Kim vibe to I think the new one, which is they'd come into all this money. Here come the Habibs. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't really watch that. But no, I didn't, I didn't watch it. it. I saw it being advertised for a bit and then it just dropped off. So it's funny that some, like that, yeah. that one sort of just seemed a little bit like again didn't watch it, so it's I can't, I'm part. Of, it's a vibe-based thing here, but it seemed almost like... Well, if it's the shallow laugh of just like... It didn't seem like a, it was creatively funny. It was yeah. more like, how woggy can you make this thing? Exactly. And just sort of like... But again, I don't know. Let's watch this, Aaron Chang. Back to Aaron Chang. Oh, here, we've got across him right now. Aaron Chang's time is very important. He works on very precise moments. Aaron, are you there? Hello. Turn it hey. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, my gosh, it's going so crazy. These are some of the wildest dudes I've ever met. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's one of the biggest fans in the world. He doesn't even have... Oh, he's got a shirt. Good on you, mate. Um, so it's all been all a game of possession so far. What's your favourite possession? Possession? Possession or possession? <laughs> well, I don't know. I love it. I love it. <laughs> He plays this like. Let me just say, I've just been possessed by the spirit of football. I love it. Is he taking the piss? Oh man, he's doing such a good job. Yeah. Um, Hey, um, oh, so much is going out. Oh, Oh, so so much is going on back out there on the field. What's your favourite? Who would win in a game of UFC? Liverpool FC or Sydney FC? (laughs) Uh, I'm a Sydney FC fan. We love it. We love <laughs> Good on you guys. Hey, but it doesn't matter if uh, Liverpool win or Sydney win. The real winner is f- football. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Doesn't take it all the way off. Again, I, I ruined everyone's life. Um, they wanted me to keep the Sydney FC shirt on, but it's about football today. That's what I'm about. He's got an NFL shirt me. on. I love football. Um, 
Football's one of the best sports. 11 men. Okay, thank you. I don't know where this is going. I'm not sure if I want to know where this is going. I don't know whether he's got all the amount of black puffer jackets that are behind him. But so Aaron Chang will leave you to enjoy the And so Aaron Chang. SBS just got like absolutely like just shit on for this because they were like, oh, it's disrespecting the game. Like, why don't you get an actual someone who knows about sport? Like, oh, dude, I don't even care. Before like, he was ever you know famous what? as a comedian. That is just throw all that shit in the bin. That's funny. That's funny, yeah. exactly. But like, it's, it's funny because it's funny. It's funny, but I am also equally like, the decision to have him on there is weird, right? Like, it's a weird choice, but he's fucking hilarious, and that's why it's good. That's like Sasha Barakowin kind of comedy where you... you like he's got stand-up and shit as well. Like, I've, oh, I've, I've found some... A few, he's a stand-up comedian. Like, he's got some funny stuff, but mm. um, guys like him... He is actually, I think, funnily enough, on an ABC show at the moment. Oh, yeah, he's on Fisk. Fisk. The one with Kitty Flanagan. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. I bet you she's in the office. She probably will be. She probably yeah. will be. Who's what's Fisk about? That seems. It's like about a like a. The, they um they're the will people who like execute wills. So they're right. like. That's see you know that I mean? to me seems like an office premise where it's a very mundane job. Yeah. That's you know run of the milly sort of like. And it's kind of dark humorish as well because mm. it's like people who have just lost I someone. I can see that being funny. Yeah. But, but do you know what I mean? Like, have we not already got maybe many Australian office type shows? Yeah, well, there was, I mean, with the same, yeah, Utopia. And there mm. was another one about the politicians that Rob Sitch and all those dudes did yeah. as well. Yeah, there's been plenty. Well, it's just like, you know what, it's, it's watered down after the office where show after show has that camera style that seems to sell where it's a bit like, oh, I didn't know, but the cameras aren't there. And then, and then awkward wink. Yeah. Like awkwardness was funny. But it's been lent into so hard that awkwardness doesn't feel awkward, therefore not funny anymore. Like the Michael Sarah shit, just, where it's like the really that there was like the really awkward actor phase where it was like, yes, cool and hilarious. everything's awkward. It's so awkward. This is so awkward right now, and it's like, yeah, it's just kind of awkward, but not funny. It's not that fucking funny. I don't, you know. Anyway, that's my take. No, I'm with you. Like, there's a lot of shows like that. But then again, they might come out with The Office and then they've got some good... It's just all good casting, good writing. That works. People like it. Could be really good. Did you watch... Um, you can't just poo-poo things just You can't just that. poo-poo shit, dude. Yeah. I'm not in the business of poo-pooing. Did you watch... Did you watch Izzy vs. Pereira? Yeah, bro. Dude. Yeah. I nearly... Um, oh, yeah, you called me. Yeah. He fucking <laughs> called me in the fifth round... With two minutes to go, and I'm watching it on my phone, it starts ringing Hamish, and I'm like, is this kind of serious? It's like, doo -doo -doo. I'm like, uh, fuck off. I'm not, I'm like, why the fuck did you call me with that? Like, Knowing full well you'd be watching, I just wanted, like, to an have, ear. Right, I wanted you didn't an realise that I was, I mean, in fairness. Like, like, are you watching this miracle unfold? I, I really wanted him to win, as much as you wanted a lot of people like, Pereira. no, no, I wanted Pereira. Uh, yeah, I'm, I wasn't too concerned that Pereira won. Like with it was Izzy just, and, yeah. it just was more exciting. I think Pereira winning, especially it's a more, the way yeah, that he did. It's a way more exciting. Off, um, took the fourth round off, yeah. and to, like he hadn't even gone the distance before. I don't no, think. no, no. He hadn't. He only, he'd never fought five rounds in the Smartly UFC. took the fourth round off. Goes, I'm going to weather the storm here, and then really just come out in the fifth round and to do it with like two minutes to go mm. was just he's. Yeah, every, he's got like godlike status right now. I like a lot of Izzy. Hype. Izzy's great, right? Like, and he's been fucking. He's been an awesome champion. But he was also like, his last few fights hadn't been that interesting. And some people are like, well, that's fucking. Like, people are like, well, they, you know, 
that's what fighting is. It's not always this way. You're like, and it's like, that's all good and that's fine. I'm not criticizing him for it. The reality is, though, that they weren't that interesting. Yeah, and this sort of shakes the shakes shit up a bit. Where you're like, this is actually interesting. Like, I'm yeah. actually into this. Yeah. Pereira wins. Like, he just got Izzy's number for some reason. Izzy's winning the whole fucking fight. Yeah. Except for maybe like he lost rounds, but essentially he's winning the fight. And then he just gets knocked the fuck out. And you're like, did that little seed of doubt of Izzy top of the world, arguably like on the way to being maybe the pound all-timer. for pound? Is he pound for pound? No, Would fucking Volk is. Is he? Yeah, Volk's pound for pound. I'm loving what Volk's doing right Same. now. He's like going, he's so himself where he's like, I, last thing I saw on Instagram was he's fishing and it's just like kind of like simple, boring content. But yeah. It's like the fact that he's not trying to be interesting is like, yeah, you do you, Volk. He's, he's, it's, you're either interested or you're not. It's like, this is him just going, yeah. this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing today. Catch and he does cooking fish. and shit. Like he does his cooking like stuff. Dude, he's the pound for pound number number one fighter on the planet, which is crazy. And I know he's like popular in Australia, but the fact he's not even bigger is ridiculous. And I, you know, oh, this is going to make you a little bit jelly. You know that Eddie, myself and Jart are all going to UFC in Perth. Oh, brother. Thanks to KO. Fuck. You're leaving a... Leaving a fellow fighter behind, fellow yeah. crasher behind. Yeah, I know. Sorry. In dude. a funny jacket. Yeah. Listen, you need to start a TikTok or a podcast, and then you can then you can come. I might even do that just to come <laughs> and then delete it right after. Yeah. Well, no, you're gonna need to get some followers on that TikTok, and then you can come. Uh, but I've left. Yeah. I think he. I think he can beat Islam. Yeah, so who's who's the fight here? Uh, yeah, he's Volk, going to Volk for double champ status, lightweight against Islam Markachev, who's obviously wrestling fucking. Well, you, you've changed your tune, haven't you, son? Mate, I fucking <laughs> I picked him once. I picked Max on the in one fight because I was trying what to win the money. Train, mate. I've been up Volk's ass for years. I did, and I admit it. I picked Max in their last fight because on about even, I was heavily down, and I was trying to make units back up. Fair enough, Max. Round two knockout was paying $26. It was bold, and I've regretted it every day since. I peppered with respect because you want to – it's nice to go against the grain. And just Mate, I was just trying it. to fucking win a bet. And you know what? I deservedly lost the bet. But he fucked him up, dude. Volk fucked Max up. But yeah, even it's funny yeah, when, yeah. Like, when you just see those moments where you go – even like with Pereira and Izzy. Yes, Izzy was winning the fight. But you go, oh, Izzy's not the dude anymore. Pereira's the fucking dude. Yeah. Like, Pereira's the man. Can you find the tweet, Dave, of Pereira? He basically <laughs> came out recently after the fight because Izzy was saying, like, he, the fight got stopped early. And you're like, well, I don't know about that, bro. Like, you were getting fucked up. I've heard him more recently sort of say, that's what I think, but I trust my coaches. No, no, yeah, so I've heard him say that as well. But I heard him on Ariel, and he's going, like, if you look, I'm still, like, moving my head and shit. And it's like, dude. We did not want to see you flatlined on the fucking. I get that in the championship fight, Each maybe punch you want got to. worse. Yeah, like Each you were one. getting, you would, you would get, you, that was you were not coming back from that. Someone said, I think Sean O'Malley was like on a podcast recently, and he said, he goes though that the next punch would have been two because he's already concussed, and then the next one two, two years off off his career, mm. like retire two years earlier. Then, yeah. then you've got another hammer fist, which can then yes. send you a bit funny on the family holidays. You know, you just. You, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Chris Benoit. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. Jesus, that's funny. We're painting images here. Yeah, it's okay. That was funny. A little, a little fucking silly on the family holidays. <laughs> yeah, 
pushing on the swing and he's just going really quiet. Yeah, well, there's no one on the swing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dark. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was... Um, so did you see... He had this tweet where he basically was saying, like, stop making excuses. It's just funny, once the title, like... Uh, no. You're talking too much shit. No. Uh, his name's Alex. Oh, wrong Pereira. Yeah, Alex yeah, Pereira. Yeah. There were a few <laughs> Pereiras. Now it's like through the UFC and it's like... I think it's Alex. Forget it is Alex. Forget all other Pereiras. This is the only Pereira you got to fucking... Yeah, no, Michael Pereira is this weird dude who just does backflips and shit. Um, oh. There's so many memes about it now where it's just like... Yeah, there he is. Is he pinned it? No, go down... Is he basically? Oh, I don't know where it is. Just Google it. I'd say Google, uh, Google um, Alex Pereira tweet to Izzy. But so it was. Um, the thing that's interesting is when someone like Izzy's been the champ for so long, and then he gets beaten, and this Pereira tweet um, is like it's so alpha that you kind of like it's it's always shocking to see how it just the paradigm shift in what is the like order of things the within the UFC. Yeah. It's like, you, you know. You watch it unfold punch by punch. And then like, you go, oh, okay, you're now the man. Like. There's something very nah, animalistic. Nah, don't worry, Dave. It's all right. You he's basically just going like, you know, he's just basically shitting on his hand, like, stop making excuses. I fucking beat you. Da, 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 da. The fight would have been stopped. Da, da, da. Oh, like, that's what Pereira's saying yeah, afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just got a bit of venom in his But it's like, I'm the man now. Step. Like, I'm the man. I can yes. talk this shit to you. Like, I Bruh. beat you. I shut the and, fuck and, up. And, and, let's, let's, and let's he's like, f- you'll have your f- chance f- for a comeback. He's like, you're next. I'll fight you again. Let's be fair here. Is he humped a dude after he knocked him out? Exactly. So it's like, fair play. Like, yes. Literally bum jacked Holo Costa. And he's right, what he's saying. Like, yes. like it was he, he was, he was on the way out. Can you check uh, when Rob Whitaker and Paulo Costa fight, please? Because that's also something I'm very horny for. I think that Rob Whitaker be would beat um, Pereira. Rob's, Rob's up for this one. He's, mm-hmm. It was that's an interview recently. 12th of Feb. 12th of Feb. It was a, it was a, Is he fighting in fucking Perth? Rob yeah. Whitaker, yeah. Two, 284, that's Perth, isn't oh, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Whitaker, yeah, yeah. Sick. And Rob was saying he wants to put on a clinic for the Australian audience. Oh, dude, that is so fucking dope. I didn't realise that him and Costa were fighting on that card. That's hectic. And then... Tell tell KO you need a person to carry your luggage. (laughs) Well, we'll probably just make Jarch do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, I... um, I'm dude. dude, I'm jealous. That's so sick. Yeah. I've never been to one. No, neither. I'm gonna imagine if oh there's so many more to come. The tables turn so quickly in UFC. It's just like Yeah. Seeing yeah, We oh, should do a live stream. Is there any we should do we we haven't done a live stream, you me and Jarch and Eddie for for UFC, have we? No. It was it was, it was floated a few times. Just gotta wait for the The right one. The right one. Have you seen, do you think, I, like, I don't, I can't tell who's on steroids or not, right? Like, I don't know, like, well, like, within reason, like, I can tell, like, a bodybuilder is on steroids, right? Where you're like, yeah, this guy's clear. But, like, when you look at Conor McGregor, can you just, Dave, get up, Conor McGregor writing, like, just write Conor McGregor images, maybe, maybe it's on his Instagram, I don't know, but this recent photo that he put up, like, yesterday, flexing on a bike, nah. You think he's on roids? Yeah, yeah, look, go across, no, no, no. No, 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 oh. that, that one. Look at him. Like, his face looks different. Yeah. 
Well, that's because he doesn't have a beard. Well, there's that, but like... He's got the chin. His chin's bigger. His chin looks... His head looks thicker. Look at his fucking biceps, dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a good case against it. It's... I, mean, I don't I either. Like, okay, I mean, who the fuck knows? But like, his face looks weird. I just would like to think... That, that he's not that way inclined. He's been... Unless he's seriously changed his tune, he was certainly, at one time, someone who would never do that. He's certainly done some silly boy stuff, like total hooligan dumb shit. shit that didn't paint him in a good light. But I just think with he's always had a huge respect for the sport. Huge, huge martial artist. It's funny though, because I, I watched see him. I watched cheating. Notorious the other night, the Doco. The, you know, his Doco. Ooh. I sent that to a yeah. friend the other day and he thought I was talking about fucking Biggie Smalls, which is funny. But he's like, YouTube. Yeah, he got shot, didn't he? I'm like, No. Um, but when you see him in that doco, you're like, oh, I remember why I really like this guy. He's nothing like that anymore. In what way? His personality is completely different. And I get it. He's balling out the ass, rich mm. as fuck. But like, he's, he, he is not the same dude. In one way, in one way, he is at least. He's still cheeky as fuck and will lean. But then, then with the riches and fame, he sort of maybe that's leaning into like, oh, now we find this arrogant and a bit annoying. And yeah, but he's not doing the same thing though. Like he's not, he's not the same mindset where it's like, you no, know, that's true. The fight game and everything, and predict, but like, and yeah. you know, and I get it. It's, I'm not saying he even should be. I'm just saying that he isn't, and that to me is like. Yeah, I don't see him coming back and dominating. He's not fighting anyone. He was fighting like four times a year at one point. Oh, yeah. No, well, COVID ruined a lot of things, yeah. but it certainly ruined Conor McGregor because he wanted to fight and then just they held held him out. That was a huge blunder. They um The other one was uh, Volkanovski fucking absolutely put him in a body bag on Twitter where like after, I think after Islam won against, um, uh, won the title against fucking... Oliveira, thank you, Tobler. And then Vulcan and Islam get in the cage together and they're like, you know, facing off as though this is going to be the next fight for the mm. title. And then Connor made a comment, left like on Twitter going, this thing's going to do five fucking pay-per-view buys, like boring as shit. And then uh, Volkanovski left a tweet saying, a once wise man once said, or a former wise man once said, uh, Winners focus on winning, losers focus on winners. Mm. And like that was what Connor obviously said. Mm. It was a yeah, it was a repost of Connor's tweet. Mm. Yeah, yeah, a repost of Connor's tweet. And uh it just completely fucking floored him. Touché, and then yeah. and then Connor like came back and was like, Oh no, it's all good, bruh. Happy for you. I'll be back. And you're like, Oh bro. Well, I mean, at least he did that. That's the only thing you can do is go fair play. Like oh, if someone I, floors you. I know, but what I mean is it's showing that his mindset is no longer where it was. Like, that's just an exemplification of Mate, the I fact that it's you. gone. I, I agree with you. His mindset is not... How could it How could it be, though, right? Like... What's his net worth? He's like hundreds of millions now, I think. That would... Hundreds of millions... Forbes' highest-paid athlete in 20... Maybe 2020? No, not this 2021, it says here. Yeah. But that whiskey... Mm. He sold that, still owns a tiny bit, sold most of it. So he's um, worth... Well, that was his earnings in 2021. It was 180 Fuck, million. Yeah, that's because he sold the whiskey brand. Uh, it None says his it. net worth is 200 million, according to these very reliable websites. Yeah, that was sarcasm. But 
Close no, enough. I realized that was sarcasm. <laughs> um, fuck, dude. 200 million. You know what I mean? 200 million. It's just like stupid money. Jet ski money. Oh, jet ski money, dude. I'd jet be ski, fucking... Big day rosé with a jet ski. Dude, you know what? I tell you, you know what? Just swigging from the bottle. Okay. How much is a jet ski? <laughs> <laughs> fucking here we go. No, I'm not saying because I want to get one necessarily. But you know when you see like really pointlessly dumb branded shit? So like, I mean, us getting our fucking sign at the Dubbo racetrack is a silly dribbly thing, right? But getting a jet ski branded, just fully Big Day Rosé branded jet ski. That'd be bad. Is there is there a jet ski sport, like a race? You know, you've got those swamp races where they have those <laughs> fucking things. Is there a jet ski race? Surely there's jet and ski And then you racing. could totally deck one out with Hello Sport. That would be dribbly as fuck. Dude, a Big Day Rosé jet ski would be so stupid yeah. that it's almost worth doing. That's the thing that I like the most is finding things that are just like completely stupid and obviously like you don't want to fucking blow your load in terms of like you're not trying to do anything where you're spending stupid money on something. Yeah. But like just things that are so dumb that they're actually like genius. Look at them, dude. This. Dude, awesome. imagine a fucking rosé-coloured jet ski called you, Big you, Day. You ever been on a jet ski? I've never been on a jet ski. Really? No. Really? Been it's a couple of times. scared of them. Water yeah, I've been on when I was like younger and stuff. Tell you've been on a jet ski? They're fun. They go quick. Mm. It's kind of like a go-kart. You're quick to, like, as opposed to a boat, you're going the same speed. But when you're on that little thing, you're zipping around. Yeah, but water. see, I see you. I'm surprised you haven't fucking... I'm, there's like, I think in every other alternate universe, you die on a jet ski. I got a jet ski story for you in Thailand, actually. There we go. <laughs> um, me and Carly. I'm not shocked dear, by this. My dear partner, Carly. Swing your glass. Uh. She, uh, we were in Thailand. We hired some jet skis. We went out for a, um, a ride. I remember um, riding, like, just, like, Carly sort of stayed in this Bay Area. I said, I'm going to take this thing for a fucking burn. And I went from beach to beach to beach and I'm getting really close to where the people swim and I'm flying past and seeing people sort of like wave at me. And I, I thought that was sort of like, this guy's really it was cool. an endearing sort of like, hey, look at this guy. <laughs> Little did I know I was like so far in from the boundary of where you're supposed to, you're even allowed to drive. Yeah, yeah. And they're all going, they're actually going, fucking get out of here, you idiot. <laughs> I'm going, wee. Well, Thailand's awesome. So cool right now. Looks so cool. Feels so cool. And then, uh, and then I docked back into where Carly was. We're just in the middle of the ocean, and I'm going so quick that I go to stop. She's stopped, and I'm floating. Crunch, and then like crunched her um, (laughs) jet ski, (laughs) (laughs) and we. It was, you know, we're wigging out in the middle of the ocean going like, what, you idiot, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm sorry, babe, I'm sorry. Let's just get in there and try to give these back as quick as possible and get out of there. And did you get out? And so we docked in and then the bloke comes running in. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to do a quick thing. I'm like, yep, here's the keys, we're out of here. And he goes, oh, no, 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 come back here. And he's like, what's this? And I look at it and there's just like, yeah, like the fiberglass, like, not just cracked, but crunched. Okay, so it's going to be hard to get that there's a, past. There's a good old crunch in there. This man's doing his job. And uh, and then we're like, this is so terrible to admit. But we're like, 
no, I was there before we got oh, there. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we're like, dude, it was there. Because there was like scotch tape all over the fucking thing. And anyway, so like, it was kind of other people up. had done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, no, no, we didn't do that. And then he's like, um, yeah, that's going to, he's like, mate, we're going to take you in here. That It's going to cost like $1,000 or something. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and we're like, we didn't do it. We didn't do it, mate. What are you talking about? We mate. didn't do it. We didn't think that like $1,000 just to put some scotch tape over where it. Well, maybe that's, maybe, it, maybe it wasn't a scotch tape. You know, maybe it needed more than some scotch tape. Maybe it needed a bit more. Yeah. Sounds, no, it was, like, sounds like it might have. Sounds like it might have. But there were other there were other crunches on it. So yeah. with, I mean that was our reasoning. Sue us. And um anyway, he took us to the police. We were sitting in the police thing. Oh my was, god, we you guys went there. this hard, gun, we're not paying. Well, he started to get, yeah, quite sort of I mean, obviously he's well within his rights to want to fucking. No, get that's the what money. I mean though. He took you to the cops. We had to go to the police and then we're sitting there and then he's, we're like, you know, we don't have a thousand dollars to like pay for this like crack. I'm exaggerating the crunch. It was like a, it wasn't like a crack, but there were, there were. No, you're just worried about how you look now. Cause you look like a fucking, you didn't give Johnny and Noy any money after <laughs> you fucking. Backpedaling, yeah. shuffling <laughs> away here. Is this same trip as Johnny and Noy? No, this okay. was with Carly. Oh, okay. Right. Years ago. So we're probably like 22 or something. And, um, yeah, then we just basically said, look, we didn't fucking do it. And they're like, the police are like, look, the saying it was there before you got there. We can't do anything. And he was just seething. So and he was just st- death staring Carly. And I'm like, we're, we're in too deep here. We, we, we need to stick to our story. Yeah, and yeah, we're just yeah. Like, you know, we've, we've said it. We've, we, we, got, we got spooked. We're sticking to our story. We don't have $1,000. We just... And then, um, yeah, we went back to the hotel room. And we were worried because he was on that same beach and we, he knew possibly where we were. So we like put f- the fridge up against the wall. Oh my God. You know, you're going to fucking It was die. more Carly was paranoid. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I was just like, it's, it's going to be all right. Was this a trip where you went snorkeling and scuba diving at nighttime? Yeah. Dude, that sounded fucked where you got lost. That was, so I got lost underneath the ocean. At night. <sighs> at night, scuba diving. So this is in Koh Tao and that was the same trip. And... Awesome 10-day course, like just scuba diving here, there, and everywhere. It's fucking awesome. And then on the final night... Um, Fuck scuba diving at night, by the we, way. No, I don't know, because the reason you, we did that. it is because there's this fluorescent plankton that Bioluminescence. glows. That glows. And then um, you'd go down there. It's just amazing. You have torches. and Anyway, I was looking at this eel in, this, in the group we were in. I was like, cool, and then I... I was just staring at it for too long and I look up and there's just, I'm, I'm alone. In the like the blackness. group had moved on. They're supposed to have someone like at the back of the group trying to make everyone. Oh, bro. And I'm like looking around going like, where are we? Because there's like coral and stuff. So it's so deep that you, but is it you all could be around glowing? a corner. But is it all like, glowing? Like underneath, is it sort of like all areas, coming alive? There's areas, like? yeah. It, it comes alive. Fluorescent green. It's, it's amazing. And, um, and I'm fucking, I'm lost. I'm just like, dude. Where the fuck am I? I'm just like seeing in the distance like some some torches over there, which was like another group, like ages away, like, you know, 50, 80 metres away. And then eventually I'm like, where the fuck is Carly? And then I get this tap on my shoulder and it was the other instructor. And, like, fucking and he found you. He, yeah. Dude, I, how far off from shore were you? Like a good while. Like, like what? Like, did you go on a boat offshore or do you swim yeah. from the shore? No, yeah, off? boat, 
boat oh, taxi out, like fuck, middle of the ocean. Dude, no. Like fuck shallow that. coral in the no, middle of the ocean. Dude, fuck. Like I went through about a quarter of a tank in like ten seconds. <laughs> just freaking the fuck so out. So were you thinking like, do you think they're like I'm just going to go to the top or is it like... I can't do that very quickly. No, I know out. that. But I mean, ultimately, is it like, let's just get to the top and see if I can see... Could you see well, land? I was, I was also worried about Carly. I was like, is Carly lost? Is, am I oh, lost? I'm sort of like, I'm, I'm lost. Do you know that panic feeling? You lose your phone mm-hmm. on a train? Just try that. No, I know. don't know that panic feeling of losing my phone on a train. In Thailand, underneath the ocean, on the ocean floor. <laughs> the last place you want to lose Hamish is on the ocean floor because you're very <laughs> likely to find, unlikely to find him. Yeah. No, nah, you'll go missing in the ocean. We got we got chased by a triggerfish as well. The sign for triggerfish is this, and they they come at you. They bite. They got these teeth. They're like they look like Dory from yeah, you know, Finding Dory or whatever. They got these teeth and they fucking they just come at you. Very territorial. Do they hurt? Like when they bite yeah, you? Yeah, they, they, just can, they, to can, they can draw blood. That's why they say, like, if they nip your skin, they'll, they'll get you. And then you got sharkies looking for that blood. Yeah, but Thailand's a bit too warm for that. For, like, dangerous sharks. See, I wonder. Like, when they say, like, oh, it's too warm for sharks. Like, does that mean that no, sharks is, never is. go there? Not great whites. Or really. does it mean that they're not usually there? Because I need, like, I need some pretty certain fucking... I need some pretty good answers on that. Well, I can tell you the answer is no. So no sharks. No sharks. And um, and you go up to the... T- we had to go up to the... We had to do the bends thing because we we're getting chased from beneath us. We had to go up. It was like a really fun little panic adventure we had where we're both going up. <laughs> Not if you're like, getting the bends, dude. Yeah, we just had to. And we just go... How big are the fish? Can't you just like, get the fuck out of here, it's fish? Ca- it comes at you. It comes at you and it'll bite you. It's trying to bite us and we get to the top and then we're up to the top and we're like, pull the goggles off. We're like... There's nowhere to go. We can't look down and still there going, oh, What do the bends feel like? We didn't get them. We didn't get them. But it's, it's, it's air in your blood. It's not good. No, it's not good. Then you have to go into those like hyperbaric pressure chambers and shit. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things. I saw that on Baywatch once. once. If you do it like a lot. Baywatch? Yeah, Baywatch had like a thing where one of the hot surf lifeguards, he got the bends coming up too quick and then oh, he yeah. was in a... Probably. I think it was Pamela Anderson's love interest. Stop. Side note, Pamela Anderson was the hottest. Yeah, she's like a woman, Barbie doll. But yeah. like, in terms of like nineties of the time, what the fashion was, what like the sort of she was the hottest. Like, you go Pamela Anderson Baywatch, please, Dave. Mm-hmm. Or just put, even nineties Pamela Anderson. She put America on the map if it wasn't on the map. It was. Already. I mean, it was technically probably already on the map, but I know what you mean. She was like American girls. She on was the map. like the the culture of the time. Yeah, nineties Pamela Anderson as opposed to just Baywatch because nineties Pamela Anderson was just ridiculous. Click on any image you want. I don't give a fuck. I was, was going to say she's a tits icon, but she's actually like an animal activist and a lot of other things as well. So that's probably well, very unfair I to mean, say. Listen, no disrespect to Pamela awesome. Anderson. No, she's not at not all. She's not an animal activist icon. She's, I can tell you that much. She's very good at no, no, Julian Assange. She's, I know she, she does is. good shit. She's, I know she's all Peter and all that, did. but I'm like, Maybe, that's not yeah. why we fucking know Pamela Anderson. No, no it's disrespect. not. No. Like, no, but to her, she's like, I don't give a shit about my tits. I care about animals. <laughs> so well, maybe not now when she's sixty-five, but when she was in the nineties, I guarantee you she did. But, but she was just then pay the bills. Do you think there's a bit of like because the nineties was so much in models that like heroin chic, really skinny, like too skinny? But then Pam just came in and was like, 
Here you go, have these. Not so was nineties was nineties the skinny model? Yeah, like Kate Moss and stuff like that. Yeah, was that nineties? I feel no, like wasn't there like Pete Doherty in the two thousands? Yeah, I feel like the heroin chic was a bit later. Again, I don't know, but she was just like heroin chic came in. I think officially with Pete Doherty. No, he wasn't a model. No, I know, but like heroin chic, and then Kate Moss, and then it's he created a whole skinny skinny person. Pete Doherty was the fucking singer, right? Yeah, yeah, early nineteen yeah. nineties fashion. Oh, there you go. Can we find some images of yes. some heroin chic models? Or maybe that's Kurt Cobain and stuff, you're right. Dude, if yeah, you see, yeah. so, like, it's funny how, oh, fuck, that chick's, that chick's skinny. I don't find that that attractive, to be well, no. perfectly honest, because it just looks, like, malnourished. No, absolutely, it looks unhealthy. It looks unhealthy. I but, think it's, I much, I think it's, like, as long as you look healthy, it doesn't matter how thin or fat you are right like you can look well like if you're fat you're fat and if you're unhealthily skinny you're unhealthily skinny but there is like a bit more of a spectrum for men and women but in that like oh there's zone where it's a bit more like well you are you're just sort of normal if you just look normal there are so many different kinds of hot for it for a girl and for a guy there's just you can be a thicker chick you can it's not all defined by your weight size you can have a really hot face and it's just like doesn't even matter if you... But the yeah. heroin chic thing is definitely not a vibe that I vibe with. You know what I'm saying? No, like, you know, running makeup and shit. Yes. Torn cardigans. No, but also, like, you know, wasting away scrawny. But some of the models in the 90s, Helena Christensen, Michael Hutchins is 25 years since he died, and they just had a photo of him and Helena Christensen, I think, who was his girlfriend at the time. The fucking bird up there? Uh, dude, I think there's a a, a gecko family. Mm. Oh, gecko. There. Well, that's the sound a gecko makes. It is a sound of a gecko. I didn't even know they were here in Sydney. I don't know why we have a gecko in our roof. We thought that the gecko... Are we may in, have, like, Darwin or something? Well, we thought the gecko may have been... We do have palms. thought the gecko might have been lost <laughs> in the great in the great flood of... Uh, he swam his way to Eve Road at the... Well, no, yeah. we, we thought he would have died then because he's been there for all, the whole time we've been Dude, there. homage to the, to the gecko who's made yeah. his way down. I'm pretty sure there aren't geckos here in Sydney. No, I'm this is the only gecko. He's the only one. Good on him. Shout out to Lane. Making himself known. Shout yeah. out to you. Uh, yeah, Helena Christensen. What was she in? I She's just a model, know. dude. Helena. Could you imagine Christ. being hot, like a hot guy or hot girl, and you're like, I just get to be hot as my job. And I don't mean, like, just the ease of it. They look bored in photo shoots, and they look so hot for doing so. Though. Yeah. I'm not, I don't care so much about the reality of hotness and all that but like just the amount of money they get paid just to be like just wear clothes effortless 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 you can tell when someone just looks fucking good in there's this bloke at the coffee shop and um and he's 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 um his name's Brode he's such a such a good looking guy Brode Brode (laughs) Brode with a D Brode like Brody Brode okay so his name's Brody yeah, but we call him Brad. No, that's fine. But you, I just think we need to. I just needed. I can't have so a for person. the longest time. I thought he was. I thought he yeah. thought I was calling him Bro, and I, I was just have, had to be real D. I was like, but hey, I also Brode. just can't. I can't have a guy called Brode. Like if he doesn't, if his name is Brody and shortened to Brode, then I'm cool. But if his name is just Brode, I'm like, what's going on? Oh, he makes it work. Like no, to, my, to my point. Guy. To my point is, he's, he's a model, works in a coffee shop, f- funny guy, lovely guy. Um, and he just, you could just tell, 
um, just clothes just look good on him. That's the thing I'm jealous of. You know, clothes just look good on you. Good, like, a good bloke model, just, just, you know. But you walk. know when you go into like a clothing store and you go, dude, that shirt looks fucking cool, and you try it on, you go, it's just not, not the me. same thing. It's not on me, is it? It's <laughs> not. It's not. I'm not. I'm not proportioned in the right places. Here. I go. I go for. Um, I think they're Davi. Huh. I go for the philosophy and fashion of nice. Dress nice, feel nice. I know this is the dress good, feel good, but I feel like if you attach nice, you go like, yo, dress nice, you feel nice. If you feel nice, you, you, you're friendly, uh, yeah, you feel good. But, but you if, you dress, if you dress cool, perhaps you could pull it off, the different shades of grey, but if you dress cool, you're going to try and feel cool. But you perhaps might not look cool. Well, and no, you don't look cool. And then you don't look cool. Like when I was... Eight, uh, not, not eight years old when I was in year eight and I got white flared jeans and I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to dress cool white flared jeans that's fucking sick I like it nah it was a lot flared jeans came in for a weird period in the early 2000s dude back for dudes what shoes were you wearing under those DC's I was wearing no globes those, those Nike those Nike tick shoes not these ones but you know those like they were like sort of. Oh like yes, yeah, yeah. Everyone had those. Yeah, Everyone yeah, had to go yeah. clubbing in those yeah, yeah, in two thousand seven. Yeah. yeah. So there were those sport ones. Ticks. Yeah, yeah. I had those with some white flared jeans and a shirt. I got it all. You know, when you used to go shopping with your mum and they should buy you like an outfit. Yeah. And I had a shirt that had lots of green and blue cars all over it. <laughs> And a beanie. But you're a bit of a fan of that kind of patternry because I don't I don't now. But I am a bit be- like from my old man, he gives me like I've got a I've got some weird fashion. Me and my brother have some like weird fashion. Yeah, like tastes. little little bananas all over a shirt. Yes. I stole that off Luke, but yes, I'm like I'm into a bit of that sort of like Larry shit. But then I'm like, I Could look make, at it and I go, just I own it. It's your idiot. thing. I like it. Not not the cars one, trust me. Do you know what I tried to own that that no one should own unless you're a Unless you probably Brode, the guy that I mentioned, he could just pull off anything. Brode. Can we call him Brody? I can't deal with it. Sure. Um, it was in Japan. You were there with me. I don't think you were at the store at the time, but we all travelled to Japan with our partners. That was, was fun. Sick time. And we went through Tokyo and shopping for clothes. And I, me and Henry were looking at, we're like, let's just spend a big old monster on some sort of cool jacket. Oh, And I yeah, found yeah, this yeah. jacket that was a suede like pale gray gray white blue gray white aqua blue if you can imagine all mixed together in a suede fade suede cowboy jacket with the strings and the pockets and it didn't look unauthentic it didn't look like you know like some op shoppy it just looked fucking like literally you could see some a Japanese guy would pull it off really fucking well, mm. like some cool sort of Japanese surfer or something. Mm. And I was like, "This is six hundred dollars." We're at the back end of the trip, I, and I always think about it. I always regret not buying it. Oh, really? I still think about this jacket. And Carly talked me out of it. She goes, "Don't be a fucking lunatic." No. <laughs> and um, I just wish I got it. And sometimes you, you got to jump on it. When no, you I get see it, it, dude. There are sometimes there are things you go, "Fuck, man, I should have." But you know what? I don't have too many of those regrets in my m- from from memory, but if you do have one, then you should have. You really should have. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you really should have. To to Carly's it would have been though, a fucking stupid purchase, but it, it, like you couldn't wear it that often. But when you did for the right time, perhaps for the right kick on or something, and you whip it out, yeah, yeah, and yeah. You, someone throws you a hat, you're like, where the fuck did you get that jacket? And you go, Japan. Do you know what I 
have spent so like a dumb amount of money on recently. Right. Um, so I've been going for swims, like swimming laps at the Cook and Phillip fucking swimming thing. Chloe? Huh? Oh, the swimming Cook pool Cook and Phillip pool in like just near the city. Yeah. And so I, some dribbler when I was swimming maybe a year or so ago sent us in some swimming togs. They're like Spanish. I don't know why the fuck he sent me Spanish ones, whatever, but they were just a little tight for dad. <laughs> little bit tight around the fucking. So I um, I did swim in a couple of times. Well, initially when I started doing laps a couple of years ago, I was swimming in boardies and I looked like a fucking idiot. Bro. So that's all I had. You can't do You can't swim laps in boardies. I, no. When I made the jump. Um, you look like speedos. an absolute swimming. Idiot, I dude. felt so. Fr- I felt like a dolphin in the water. I'm like, I don't care if my dick looks small getting out of the cold <laughs> water here. I'm wearing these. But so I was. Sw- I was swimming laps in board shorts. You look like you may as well be like a. You may as well be like a floating <laughs> pile of rubbish, like going up and down. Like you know what I mean? Like a garbage patch. <laughs> Were they like? Dark in colour. Yeah, they're black, oh. dude. They were black boardies, like loose as well, Rubbish. like like fucking like seaweed floating in it. It was just ridiculous, right? So then I got sent these Spanish, Shocker. these Spanish budgie smugglers, and they were just they were just really tight. Like it was just too much. Not only like did I feel that it looked awful just to, but it was like it was so uncomfortable. So then I went back in. I started doing laps again, maybe a couple of weeks ago. And I went in there and there's like two types. You can get the, the Speedos and you can get these like shorts, which are also good. So when I was training with Josh, Jeff, Like UFC Jeff shorts? Nah, they're sort of like, but they're like, I guess they're just kind of like swimming shorts. And they were good when I was training with Josh. Um, he, I would borrow his pair when I was doing like these run swims at Clavelli. Mm, yeah, you need it that. stopped a bit of the chafe and shit. You can't shit. have your like, bloody... Corn shorts, dude. From no, Woodstock '99. <laughs> You're my niece. Your dreadlocks. No, but also I'm not jeans. running in fucking budgies and having like my thighs start fires of the heat yeah. they're creating as they're rubbing against each other. So I was like, you can't try this shit on at the fucking pool before you go in, right? No. You can't go. You can't try these fucking swimmers on. Yeah. So I had to vibe it twice. So I got the. Do the girls have a little like when they try swimmers on, they get a little patch. What do you mean? To cover for the for the vag for the poussoir because yeah perhaps perhaps it's a not a good time of the month and I think they give you a, like use your patch and then take your patch wait so you. they're like if you're going to try on swimmers <laughs> bring a patch BYO patch I'm not sure if you bring your own patch but you well, you don't want to fucking this, share you, a or, patch well you certainly don't want to give it to the one put it like where go nude on the wrong time of the month with the panties that you're bro buy. if you're a chick and I'm talking to anyone that listens who might be a girl. Who menstruates? I know there are girls out there with dicks, but I mean they're thinking about being a girl. If you go to a, if you go try on undies while you got your period, I just think like give it a week. No, but the thing is, they might not know. Do we, shouldn't we all? Shouldn't we all have to wear undies when we're trying on? Still the pat, so it's a double layer, yeah. But no, but surely I respect that. I think that's appropriate. But surely. And I have no fucking idea. I knew about the patch. I don't know how the patch operates. I just know Reach there is Reach out. Leave a comment if you're, a, if you're a, a lady requiring a patch. But I guess back to your point, there is no patch for, for men. You what just, do I you do? You want to put it on. Yeah. What do I do? I Try and do tuck my sack thing. and dick back. But then it's still touching the back of them. 
You want to see how your sack and... Your, well, you also want to exactly... You want to see how you fill out, you want to see you fill out yeah. the fucking... Uh, the suit. Does it support? You almost want that nice support bra, but for your junk. I don't think Lift you get up, support. I don't think you get support in in your smugglers and your speedos. I don't think it's a support based thing as much as it's a like, let's just constrict. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. That's my experience. Well, I mean, unlike your undies, it's kind of just like you just want to kind of tuck everything in, flop around, and you can swim in there. Yeah, in undies. Correct. So I've got, I'll go in there and I get some Speedos or whatever the fuck they are. And then I want some shorts as well, but I can't, again, I can't try them on. So I'm like, I just have to blindly purchase two of them. I get in the Speedos, they're tight as fuck, but they'll do. Like, I'm like, okay, these aren't as tight as my Spanish Speedos. I'll keep them. The shorts were embarrassingly tight. I was like, I can't, I can't ever wear these again. I've already paid for them. I can never wear these again. These are never going on my body. Unless I go through one of the more drastic fucking weight transformations in human history. These shorts will never be worn again. Then I go back in yesterday and I'm like, I need another shot at the shorts game because I want some versatility in my in my swimming attire. So I had some more shorts. They are a little bit bigger, still not very comfortable, still kind of tight. They were kind of constricting my hamstrings, but I've inadvertently, hopefully Steph doesn't listen to this one, spent like $160 on swimmers. What? They were expensive. I didn't realize. $160? Across the three pieces of swimwear. Oh, across across the three. Okay. But I'm still like, I go to tap and I'm like, uh, what? Dude, what about that like milk run I tried to get um there was some nappies and some olive oil, just like a bunch of mundane shit. Probably like five items and it was like eighty five dollars. I was like, what the fuck? It's just a shit it, Milk yeah, Run were like, Hey, inflation. we'll get it there in ten minutes and if we don't it's free. And now they're like, Oh, whoops. That doesn't seem to be a thing we do anymore. It's just like, it'll get there when it gets there. You're like, what happened to the 10-minute thing, Milk Run, you fucks? It's, what they, it's what they all do to try get market share. Because um, I think it was Koala Mattresses or someone like that did it as well, where they would do same-day delivery. And then as soon as COVID started hitting, they just couldn't do that anymore. Let's go, well, yeah. sorry. Because what no all these companies do, do they, they need to get market share before they can actually start making product profitable there's a betting that's why company. deliveroo just went bustin's Be- th- yeah, it wasn't sure. deliveroo dave and i think you might be able to tell me about this because you're a bit you know you're a bit eric dragon but like <laughs> doesn't, doesn't didn't deliveroo just not want like to like they weren't buying into the, the rights of the driver yeah but i don't think like uber and doordash and i'm pretty sure the only ones that do pay a base wage and it doesn't just work off how many orders you do as menu log. Is that it? Which is why this is, I think, the shittest. But it's, I don't know. Oh, they got, some, got some money to spend on fucking ads. They yeah, would, true, their, yeah. their menu log ads, uh, the Snoop Dogg one was great. Not a huge Katy Perry. That Katy Perry one pisses me off. Sucks. I can't explain why it no, does. No, just as a ding, ding, dong. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Uh, about, I don't know about, like, nah, shut up. Katie it's kind of because it's like, Teetering on the edge of joking, but not joking. And it's, it's like, where jo- am I? Yeah, I just, it's like, this is like a nightmare, like an acid nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's an, yeah, I'm right, an ice yeah. cream, ding, ding, dong. Dude, imagine being on ketamine and watching that. That'd be fucking too much. I'd That's rather be dead. Remind, yeah, it reminds me of a really scat ketamine. Ugh. Not that I've ever done it, but I've just heard. Um, <laughs> no, I... Uh, <laughs> 
uh, but so I, yeah, for some reason I heard that Deliveroo were like they were the only uh, gig wor- economy, or whatever. The, they were the only ones that weren't like on board with whatever they were trying to bring in, which was a bit more rights for the old drivers and shit. Uh, I I think I knew that they were resisting that. I didn't know that they were the only one. I thought that most of them were kind of resisting that because otherwise their business models wouldn't be profitable. I think the yeah the margins were so skinny. Mm. Um, that you that have the, to the, 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 rot the driver yeah, exactly yeah well, yeah but but the drivers own. wouldn't stand for it they go like pay me thirty or the or and they just had to pay them what they're asking yeah. for and lose money and the delivery goes this isn't equitable this isn't well, I think they yeah. can they can kind of get away with that in America because there aren't laws that protect workers like there are here yeah they work I on tips it was more that's like, why yeah but I thought like that they could just go well listen these are the parameters that we're going to operate in you either do it don't if you don't want to do it fuck off but there's enough people that are eventually like i need some time pretty much because i think the legally the way they like worked it out was that they're contractors and they weren't actually employed by the company so it's how the ufc that, do it and and that's why they also like these drivers yeah, yeah. and stuff couldn't get insurance while they're at work like they couldn't get like work insurance if they had an injury while they were delivering a thing see so, that's fucked the, up yeah exactly that yeah. is incredibly fucked up if you get hit by a fucking car while you're riding a push bike I do find, though, and obviously this thing's kind of, like, just exploded, right? Like, it started. I remember when Deliveroo was around, you're like, oh, there are these... And there was Foodora. Yeah, And you're like, oh, there are these fucking poons riding around on bikes and delivering food. With the big, like, enormous... Box backpacks. And you're like, what is this shit? Yeah. But then... They're real uh, sign spinner kind of jobs. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you need some Indian food? Come here. (laughs) It's like, just let me ride the bike in a comfortable jacket. Yeah, but to be honest, it's the only way you can... If you're going to ride a bike with my food in the back, you need to have a box. Oh, that's true. It's the only way you're going to be able to deliver food, right? just doesn't look great. Well, but like... But fuck, it cares. It doesn't look great at all. It's not a photo shoot. But like, I'm just kind of like... There is... They are... It's so dangerous... Whether you're a scooter or a bike rider and they are riding and they're especially bike riders and they're just looking at their phone and they're on the road yeah. and they're looking at their phone like, where am I turning? I'm like, this is fucking insanity. Yeah. There's no license required to like ride a bike as a food. Now listen, if you were to get a license, the only reason that the government would make it is so they could take a scrape. They don't actually give a fuck. But like, there's got to be something where it's like, these people are a little bit more qualified. Or do they all now have, like, the motorized bikes? I know Milk Run do, where you can, like, fang it up a hill. Like, they've mm. got electric bikes. Like, do all delivery... Because I think you should at least have something like but that the, the, as well. The, 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 the splitting atom here is the definition of contractor and employee. So if you're a contractor, you're obliged to get your own insurances normally. And you are in... in maybe you've got your own vehicle normally. Mm. And you can... It's just, here's the job. I'm getting you... You, get, you might be here for a week, you might be here for three months, but any longer than that, you're going to be an employee. So that's how they do that. And it's it's a high turnover job. So lots of different people do DoorDash and they might float to this one and that one. So they are sort of contractors. You see taxi drivers and shit where they've got like Uber, Ola, mm. all that shit all in their cab where they're just doing them all. Yeah. They're never out of work, I suppose. But It's um, the gig economy, you know? The gig economy. Gig, yeah, yeah. yeah. Home and not the drifts yeah. kind of gig. No, not the drifts gig. More the D or Dave or the D or Dave gig. 
Why don't you play in a band, Dave? You used to fucking... When you first came on board, you were like posting videos of you playing guitar and singing and shit. You play? Yeah, I play, play a bit of guitar. Um, I tried what to sing for a bit, but that didn't really work what out. What happened to your musical dreams? Dude, they got abandoned, you know? I don't know. Well, I, like, I didn't know that many people who I was mates with growing up that were really like into music and the same kind of thing I was. So I had one mate who was a drummer who I used to play a bit with, but he's in his own band now and he's doing great stuff, but... What's the band called? I don't know. They are called Largo. Check them out. Were they the ones that were They were the ones that were playing at the Royal. Was it with the chick? Yeah, the singer. They were actually good. Yeah, they were pretty good. They were good. They got a couple of And they were giving out hats and shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was, they were good. I miss live music, man. Yeah. Like, that's the thing, right? If you used to do an amateur band, Drifts. That's mean. It's when you go to the show, it's awesome. Like, even if the music's terrible, even if it's awful, even if it's like the worst thing you've ever heard, it's like you're screaming Uh, inside. Excuse me, what the fuck? But I agree, like, as playing there, there's like no, (laughs) really no similar, (laughs) there's no similar rush you get than like playing live. To an audience, oh, no, it's true, bro. Like you can I'd, take as many different drugs as you want. It's not the same feeling. Yeah, it's pretty it's, cool. It's interesting as well how people like I don't know, like just use David Bowie for example, superstar, or Drift, would or Drift, <laughs> yeah, one of the two. Um, they're basically synonyms yeah, for each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, drifts. You look it up on Wikipedia. You go straight to David. Bowie. Drifts, David Bowie. Yeah, star man. Yeah, uh, you the, the the feeling that he would describe would be like. Playing to a stadium is amazing, but then also to an intimate room like bar is equally just like fucking awesome. Mm. A lot of it, I find that cool that you can do there. It doesn't. It's not quantifiable about how many people are there that makes it a cool vibe. I can certainly speak to the intimate bar setting because <laughs> it was very yeah. We, we, no, you well, could. We never had anyone more than an intimate. And ninety percent of yeah. the people there were your mates. We, yeah, we never had, <laughs> that was an intimate. No, that's not like, true. Mate, well, no, it is. It's, it's, well, it's tough true. true. It was Unless good music. It was. Gang of Youths open for us. So whatever. Whatever. Yeah, you make it that way you will. Gang of Youths being a stray man open for us. You should honestly put a link to the... to the. I, I think the dribblers would be surprised at how good Dude, it is. Dude, we've spoken about it It is before. genuinely good. The, I like The it. success of the podcast has not translated, unfortunately, to sort of drift success. <laughs> <laughs> they know it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you refresh there's like 23 yeah. people yeah yeah DRI double FS uh, on it's, Spotify it's really not if you wanna go and check it out it's fucking it's just cruisy good listening that's the thing and there's nothing like artistically like you know like oh we're some sort of like psycho band taking this crazy risk here know, it's artistically like, this there's is just nothing good. to it there's no artistry to it uh <laughs> Next minute, you start a new band. You're Alice Cooper with like eyeliner, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like your poison. <laughs> Whoa, look at Burmo. Yeah. He's on the drums. He's yeah, like yeah. bleeding. Like, mate, I was a front man in a drummer's body. You know what I mean? I was disappointed. <laughs> I think that's what it was. I was like, mate, these fucking these losers up there. I gotta carry these guys I, on my I shoulders. Mean, I gotta fucking. I want to sing. No, I um. You saying like there's no great rush playing live? I actually fucking didn't love it because I wasn't very good. So it was like I wasn't good enough to like I was okay, I was fine. But what I mean is like to actually play live without fucking up. You were concentrating more on what you. Were I was doing, yeah. so aware of not fucking up, and but yeah, I, yeah. well, I was hyper aware of trying not to fuck up. There were times when I would fuck up, like 
not just like where oh like maybe someone who's like a musician would notice or a drummer would notice because I'd fuck the beat up or whatever but like mm. fuck up fuck up where mm. either the drum kit would break not my fault but it happened, it happened a couple of times but or where I would just like try and do like a fill for those of you not in the biz is where you're like and, like, mm-hmm. and I'd miss the fucking drums or <laughs> like it'd be a quick one where you're like imagine, imagine missing a guitar on the strum like yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what but oh. there are ones where like I would when we'd like try and when we'd come up with these songs I would I would insert these drum fills that were so like that I'd get right like three or four out of ten times in the sense that like when we're actually practicing it, when you had to really like and like just some really fucking, it's not technical necessarily, but like just speed and trying to like nail it. Yeah. And in practice, I'd get it four out of ten times. So then when we were doing it live. Yeah, that did dawn on your mind. Yeah. I was like, there's a very high chance that, that Chris I'm going to fuck on your mind. this up. Shout out to Chris Dorney. Uh, and... <laughs> she had she was gonna make her way in there somewhere who no carry on <laughs> i'm like wait a minute you said chris dorney didn't you you said that had chris dorney on your mind no i'm thinking of um, chris dorney's eddie's mate no i'm not talking about him. i'm talking about like dawn fraser maybe well you said chris dorney i fucked it up and dorney's a good man Hey, he's, he's our mate man. as well, but he's Eddie's. I know him Wait, already. Did I say I said Chris? You said Dorney Chris Dorney, and I was like, "That was a weird." That's reference. the rose. Yeah, that is. No, Big I meant to say. Um, Dawn you Fraser. know what? We're swimming away from the uh, the point here. Yeah, yeah, we're losing. Where Wilson's floating away from the fucking boat. Where were we? Oh, me, me drumming and Dr- drumming, drumming, drumming. Shout to Chris Dorney though. That was an it. Awkward, would dawn that on. That was you. a bizarre way yeah, that sorry, you found Chris. your way into the fucking <laughs> podcast there, Dorney. <laughs> Um, I do feel like there's more pressure on drummers than maybe guitarists and definitely bassists. Because we're the only yeah. ones doing what we're doing. You don't well, have two drummers. Up yeah, there. but also guitar, like if you kind of stuff something up, you can play it off a bit as like, oh, you're doing something weird rhythmically. But if the drums like drops out, you're like, what the fuck's going on? There was one time where yeah, the, yeah, the, the kick sure. drum pedal snapped off. Oh, no. And so I was like, everyone's looking at me and I'm going, the fucking kick drum's broken. So then I'm trying to use like the fucking, what's it, like the floor, the, the floor tom, tom, the, floor the big, tom. The, so I'm trying to like, boom, boom, and like, again, I'm not qualified to do that. I'm not good enough to fucking call an audible like that. And I just remember once like, we stopped mid song, and like a partner is just like, what are you doing? It's like, the kick drum broke. So there's nothing we can do. Dude, the show's got to go on. You got to try you like, hit just the literally seat. use your foot and kick it. Dude. Genius. We did no. not do again. We were twenty, and we were uh, doing a lot of. Um, you were focused on the hi hat. There were other t- options available. <laughs> we were we were off our guts most of the time we performed. That's true. It added to the mystique of the band. It was fun. The only you know? time Dad came and saw us, I think the only time. Maybe he came and saw us again after, but I don't know. Was that on that boat party? No, 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 no. That no. wasn't. That wasn't. That wasn't us. <laughs> <laughs> that was the band of half the people in the band before you were yeah, 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 the yeah, company. Yeah, yeah, the company. <laughs> no, I wasn't there for that one. Anyway, I was there. I broke the jump kit. Uh, no, no, I was <laughs> My there. dad arrived. Was, no, but I was there. On, I was there. On, and Henry, <laughs> it's so funny when you're in your like early 20s and you just fucking, you know, 
you overdo everything. <laughs> and like those boys were in the band called The Company and Henry was their manager and Henry rocked up the boat party in a leather jacket. And we, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, fucking woo up, cunt. Yeah. What are you doing? Relax. Yeah. Like we get it. You're a fucking band manager at 20 yeah. years old. How would you, you like to go make a record? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come into the studio. Yeah, come to the studio. I'm going to make you guys famous. Yeah, me and Rick Rubin. <laughs> California, yeah, get yeah, on yeah, the yeah. flight tonight. Yeah. Hey, you want to come and make a record in my garage? You're like, fuck. It was so funny seeing him rock up in that leather jacket. That's hilarious. I was like, chill out, Henry. Who's also, like... Like most, most lovely guy, like dude. But also, that, that's what's more so funny. musically he, talented than anyone in that oh. band or anyone who was. And he was also he was the bass player. Just he's now he, in New he, York, like fucking man, have, doing music. He's doing music. He's gone to New York. I'm so proud of him for just going. You know, like sometimes you just gotta fucking. But we don't need fuck to, the lemons and bail. We don't need to like. York. We don't need to kiss his dick after bail. No, I need to for this. No, but he's for this story. Fantastic. Remember, we were at a uh, kick on, and he. Is like a class six in the cello, so whatever the, that is. There's that one, is, two, three, like four, five, six, cellist. and the next, the next one after that is you are a professional cello player. So you could, you could, you can tour with that shit. Mm. You can, you can hand zimmer that shit. Yeah, he's he's so very he's musically six, talented, and, and always played that card close to his chest. Never talked about it. Never did, like he was just always something that he did growing up. He just always like had a cello in and his room. The, he never like played it. I for don't know us. why we didn't egg him on to do it more, but. Uh, one night, for whatever reason, he's like, I'm going to whip out the cello. No, we pushed like, him. The sun oh, was coming we... up. We were like, oi, sun's coming up. This night is fucking getting away from us. We need we need a cello to, yeah, to we need bring to be, back to earth. To be um, serenaded out of here. Yeah. And he he got the cello and he so he had to read the music as he was doing it. And it was like a total like Beethoven. And we were just blown away. And then... so. And then what I won't name names, and they're a dear friend of ours, but well, ex girlfriend sung a cappella. Someone then started singing over his. And we're like, and it what? fucking killed the vibe so hard. We were all like loving. It. We're like, oh, this is so good, dude. Like, let's just fucking mellow out to this cello. And then this friend of ours started singing over it, and we we're all like, oh, shit, what is going on? And it. But it, but it was all. just to ride on the coattails of something that was so amazing, and to immediately come in after. It wasn't an in, I, like the rea- Like I don't think there was anything other than like the best intention, where it's like absolutely, you know, it's absolutely. like a jam, but it didn't require. And the person had a great voice as well. It was a left left wheel, but it wasn't appropriate. It was a pivot. It was not appropriate at all, and we were like, "Oh fuck, what is going on?" But with birds chirping and um, I just want to hear cello in the boat. The singing was good. It was just it was it was appropriate. But a solo voice is so naked that it's like it was, and we were all like in a bed. We were all like just laying in that bed, and it was like I kind of am hoping Henry plays me to sleep here. Yeah, and now I'm hearing folk songs, and I want to, I want to leave. Well, it was kind of like an Irish... Uh, an Irish ditty. I, I fetch a pail of water. <laughs> I moved out to Island Town want to, to fetch a pail of water. The season of potatoes aren't coming in this year. <laughs> yeah, it was like, get me the fuck out of here, please. Wow, we <laughs> Okay. 
right into battle of that one. Yeah, that one. Fuck. No, but like, look. That's also back to the point of like, you got to have a crack. She had a crack. Respect to her. Didn't land. Didn't land. That's a fact. It was just a fact of the room. The fact is it didn't land. And she didn't give a shit. She was like, well, she probably didn't. Took a chance and had a crack. I hope she didn't listen. I hope she doesn't listen to this one because she will now know it didn't land. Look. Yeah. There's but nothing worse I, than thinking you killed it. I've probably it got several stories like that where I've where I've gone out on a limb and a hundred percent, dude. So it's all good, man. It's all good. Like Henry with his leather jacket went out on a limb. Yeah, overextended himself. Way overextended spent himself. Spent five hundred dollars on a buckles all over it. I'm like, chill out. The jacket's cool. We all do it, but we get it. You're a music manager. Like it's 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 all right. Look, you can't not extend yourself. So you got to go. You got to take risks. I got to wait. Punters and dribblers, obviously, we, you know, it's important that we uh, take a moment out of any podcast that we do here to acknowledge the great sports streaming platform that is KO, uh, KO Sports. Mm. Hamish. I almost called you Eddie just out of fucking habit. Um, now, obviously, the Rugby League World Cup's over, which we're upset about. Uh, the Cricket World Cup's over, which we're upset about. But there are one day is on. I think there's a test between the windy start and next Thursday. Yeah, so, well, right now there's the PM's 11 versus the West Indies. There you go. On KO. On KO. Yep. Now, that'll be over by the time probably you hear this. No, it's a, it's a four-day. It's a four-dayer. I think four uh, days. Okay, well, that's it's good. test, but... When, does, when do we take on the West Indies in the test? It's next week. Next Thursday or something, isn't it? Uh, Just check. I'm pretty sure, punters and dribblers, that next Thursday, which is the same day that these big old fucking magnums go on sale, Australia take on the West Indies in a test match. Mm. So that's all available live and ad-free during play on KO. It is next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Even better. It means you got one less day to do nothing. You know what I mean? At least you got some fucking cricket on. So... Shout out to KO Sports. Sign up to KO. If you don't have KO, it seems crazy that you would listen to us and you don't have it. Well, just don't ever let your subscription run out. No. Renew, renew, renew. There's always something to watch. Uh, you it's know, as simple as that. On, um, I think it's, I think it's, uh, what's the L. Ron Hubbard? Religion? Scientology. Scientology. When you sign up to Scientology, you sign a contract for like a billion years. So you basically you are a Scientologist for because his soul might run out on the billionth year. Correct. So what you should do is then you got to renew. Then sign up to KO for a billion years and just save yourself the trouble. Yeah, it's easy. It's yearly, I think. Yeah, but and if you got a billion years, you don't need to worry about it. It's worth every little dime, every penny. That's KO. Shout out to KO. 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 A fucking magnum of rosé goes a long way. Oh, we're finishing it. No, of course we're finishing we're it. We're finishing it. We're not stopping until we finish it. Yeah, you don't... You don't Imagine eating half a Magnum mm. and throwing it in the bin. Well, you'd be stupid. You'd be stupid. But this thing goes all the way. This thing is, this thing is fucking it's elite. It's a great mate date. Grab one between two. Don't go silly and have one on your own. Well, yeah, no, no, dude. You have one on your own, you're in big trouble. But you can certainly mate date yourself and your mate. And just sit there. But with this rosé should be the first port of call for, oh, you've got a fucking big old party coming up. You either get a six-pack of rosé, you get a big old magnum, and you sort yourself out. This should be the thing you bring. You yeah. want to say favourites? Oh, the thing you bring, you told... No, dude, you bring big day rosé. Also, if you want to be quite GQ about it and be separate yourself from the crowd, rock up with a big old magnum to the yeah. party. Most people don't do that. No they one go, rocks up with magnums fuck, anymore. That's that's awesome that you've rocked up. You, it, it seems like you're part of the 
you're giving to the party too. There's enough for everyone. Oh, you want a glass? You want a glass? Yeah. No, a magnum, loves that is, guy. a magnum is you are, you're bringing for the entire party. Mm. But it's also like I'm here to rip Or it indulgently there. just mate to mate. Mate to mate. I tell you what, I was talking, I think our f- friends of the show, Jerry Jarves and uh, Will Hickey did this and I would like to start doing it. Brothers-in-law. No, mate dates though. Where you go, like, and again, maybe that's a bit more our vintage. No, 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 dude. You've, you've, or Dave goes you've and you've crossed your wires. Like, that's me and Jerry. Oh, is it you and Jerry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where well, you went out and you just did like a mate day? Honestly, like, we thought about this um, a little bit. We had so much fun. You just get really dressed up, like GQ, wear, to, wear whatever you want. Get I texted GQ him, I go, I go, this is what did I'm you wearing. Wear a I took a photo. No, I wore like a velvet jacket because we're going into the rocks in Sydney, mm. just he and I. And I'm um, like, mate, we're going to get heaps of cocktails. We're going to watch the, um, there was like the finals footy on. Watch the Cowboys. It Where'd was, you go? We went to the Rocks. We went to some bar um, and then went to a sports bar to watch the game um, as the, the gummies were doing their work, which was a scat place to be, but also really fun. Yeah, perfect. And then just sort of in that vulnerability of just like it's just he and I, you you end up just having great conversation, having a lot of fun, and then from there, like, you just got to be prepared to spend a bit of bit of guala because you go from one that the idea is to go from one venue to the next to the next and cocktail bar crawl okay. so you go from one to the next to the next and suddenly you realize you've been to seven venues try the martini there try this there and then you get entrees rather than a meal anywhere yeah so then the entrees just continue every single place that you go oh we'll try the wings here I'd be prepared to just throw seven hundred dollars down the drain. If yeah, well, if you got it, or do it however you want. But we did. This is how we did it. This is what you did. And we we didn't regret a cent. And we went home that night. It was awesome fun. Um, And we texted each other the next day. We're like, mate, we're gonna do that mate date again. Mate date. I would even say this, like, for mental health. Like, if you're worried about someone, or if you're fucking not that we did that, but like, it's a great way to just go. Hey, do you want to hang out? Just me and you. We go hit the town and we just get around each other and have some fun. Just yeah. you and me. And it's awesome. I actually think that's actually, that's actually a very good thing to do. Have, a, have a mate date. I get yourself a bottle of uh, Magnum to do. Yeah, well, you can do a big day rosé with you. But that's, we weren't using mental health as a way to promote the rosé. I added it later. But, I had the but idea. Listen, I if added it works, it, it works. <laughs> if it works, it works. Hey, if you want to have Are a, you sad? Get some big day rosé. Brother, if you want to have a sober mate date, whatever, yeah. just go, you know. Are you just, having just, a tough time? Big day rosé. <laughs> Jokes. But I would urge you to dress up a little bit because you well, buy into the costumey gross, really. idea of it. Otherwise, you'll be depressed. Because I sent that photo to Harvey and he goes, I oh, do, I'm going to be late because now I've got I to get changed again because I've seen what you're wearing. Yeah, you so now I have to get up. dressed up. And then it was kind of cute because when he picked me up in the Uber and we went to the rocks, we were like nervously like on a date for each other. Yeah. <laughs> like we were like... How was your day, man? And he's like, yeah, good. And we're like, yeah, good, good. How's the business guard? Good, mate. Hey. Good, yeah, you're not too bad. And then you get a bit, you know, you have some beers, get a bit liquored up, and then you you roll in. But the fun Before is you just... you know, you're fucking rimming him in the bathroom. Old mate said it on the... Uh, Matt Stone, on the interview we just watched for South Park, he said uh, it's all about transition. So you just keep transitioning yourself out of different, different atmospheres. Scenarios. Yeah, yeah. And it just builds a great narrative for you and a mate. I do truthfully, though, think that it's a 
it's a good um, way to check in on your pals or like to check in on each other. Because like I find, and I'm lucky enough to not have struggles with mental health, at least at the moment. But I do find that if I am like not able to spend time with my friends for an an extended amount of time, it starts to like, not necessarily like even consciously wear on me. It's almost like, say I haven't caught up with the boys for ages, then I do. And then I come out of it going, holy shit, I needed that so much. And I get so much out of it. Where a mate date seems like a very good way to kill two birds with one stone in the sense that you don't necessarily even need to consciously be going and checking in on someone. Although if you feel like you need to, it's a great way to do it. But you just will, whether you don't even know how you're feeling or if you're feeling a bit flat, you come out of it going like, oh, that was just so much fucking fun. Mm. And you need to clear your schedule, I think, if you have a mate date, go to your missus or your significant other. I'm not coming home. Yeah, there's an element of boisterous indulgence to it. It's got to be boisterous indulgence. And I would say, you know, just stick to the drinks. Like, don't be too wild with it. Otherwise, things get a bit all right. But, like, honestly, because it's... You, you wanna, <laughs> I hope that didn't fucking break anything. <laughs> you want to you wanna stay... at Like, have fun, but, like, you know, you want to keep it... Um, at least to the point where you can just, it's just some drinks that just, you know, get you as hammered as you do want. drugs. You can if you want. We didn't. Yeah. We don't do them. Um, but I would say this. If you do I do think do if drugs. you do, it just becomes a druggy thing. Whereas if you just go for some cocktails, go for some, um, some, some entrees, keep transitioning from bar to the bar to the bar, dress nice, and then the night will, you will, you will connect on a level that's just fun. Even with Eddie's wedding, and again, don't touch drugs personally. I do smoke a bit of marijuana or I ingest it in the gummy yeah, form. Gummies are becoming huge. I have a I have ten packs of gummies in my bag because I have nowhere <laughs> to put them in my house. Yeah. You were um, wild at uni. I didn't even know how you that's sort of like go to class and like Well I at uni I wasn't deal I was with the public smoking weed. I wasn't gummying. Well, no, but to me that was more like deal with the public, you just kind of like exist and don't say anything if you get cornered with a question that can be problematic because you're like i don't know what to say here mm. but by and large you know, i just hated the idea of people knowing i was high i used to get super wigged out going out in the public getting stoned then something happened and i went i prefer it mm. i prefer being a little bit like kind of like the gq i'm wearing this sort of like cloak of like i'm high and i'm having fun are you saying that the dude in the skirt was high? Well, I'm saying Matt Stone and Trey Parker were high as fuck. Oh, and dude, the night. I respect this shit out of that. There's a part of me that would like to go to... I think you need to but have... Ag- but again, just to the mate day thing, it's not about getting... Fucked up. Oh, no, a, no, no, it's, it's about it's, catching it's, up. It's, you sh- like, the forefront is just catch up. Your, like, the conversations that ensue and the transition of those different venues really make you... Like, even by its own analogy, transitioning out of a bad headspace is exactly what that little pivot is maybe sometimes yes. all you need, just that little push in the different direction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what, so get out of the bad headspace with Big Day Rosé. Joking. <laughs> you thought I was serious. Well. I'm not trying to sell wine whilst fucking... Well, you are. No, but not while... Well, and you're not, selling not me with, on it. Not with mental health. But oh, shout no. out to mental health. It was an organic conversation. We're not selling shit. No. Like, we just come here with no idea. No, no. No, nothing. And rip in. Um, mate dates. Mate dates. Dude, this is a mate date. 
This is a mate date. This of is sorts. a mate date. Totally is. It's a recorded mate date. Big day, yeah. Rizzo. Cheers. I love you, brother. I love you. I love. You. I've known you since day dot. Seven years old. I'm not giving a speech or nothing. I just. No, no, Kyle, I want it. you to know that I know Tom, little Tommy, two shoes. Yeah. Since he was from day dot, and I'm very impressed with where you've gone, but none of that has been what's impressive. It's just your friendship that I cherish. There you go. Big day, Rosé. It's all about the friendship rather than any sort of like, you know, everyone's got their own ships to row, but it's the pirates on the ship, not the ship, if that makes sense. Didn't, but I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. That means a lot. This is where you get to after a few magnums. Dude, when you pound a magnum Mm -hmm. with your friends, and listen, Dave and Tobler, like you guys, we love you too. I'm just just saying Hello Sport's great. I'm just saying like you you as my friend are what's really great. I don't know. Hamish, I knew what you were saying. I was making fun of you. Um, It's all about being vulnerable, guys. Dude, we're just trying to be vulnerable here. Magnum's on sale next. (laughs) 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 Oh, dude. We are on a mate date, though. This is a mate date. We're just recording a mate date for, you know, so that people out there can see what it, you know, what it's about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And dress nice. Don't be a don't, don't Wait, undersell yourself, dude. Dress nice for a change, you fucking slobs. Yeah, I think when you start turning heads, that adds to the vibe. When people are looking at you, you're dressed well. You're like, yeah. Oh. Now I don't want to I don't yeah. want to turn on D or Dave here, but as a man who exclusively wears thongs and tracksuit pants, <laughs> you agreed with the dress nice sentiment way too much for someone who hey, I've never you, seen well, dressed nice. Well, I'm sorry, nice. d- sorry. Do you not remember who won best dressed at the last turtleneck lunch? Hey, when I, I turn it on, I can turn it point. on. No, that's a good yeah, point. Nice. Yeah, you got you got a miso now. I do have a missile yeah. now, yeah. You, you watch Dior change from flip-flops pretty soon. No, well, they I'm, start I dressing you up, Once you son. get a missile, you get fat and, like, you stop caring. You, I, I'm trying to convert her because she doesn't like open-toed footwear. And I'm like, bro, you can't live in Sydney, oh, good come to the that. eastern suburbs in summer and she not be walking around. She doesn't like right? open-toed footwear. <laughs> yeah. That's specific, but she's also from Adelaide, right? Where yeah, like, but she's like a more like a Doc Martens type operator, uh, which is just too okay. much in a shoe for me. That's too much effort. It's for way too much. Yeah. Doc Martens is. What does that look like? They're like, get Doc Martens yeah. up. You should know what that is. It's way too much shoe, dude. Doc Martens is like so much shoe, it's not funny. It's shitloads of shoe. Like bowling shoes are too much shoe? Is that. Dude, is that it's the... basically like labouring boots, but with like some patterns on it. Yeah, like a punk rock version of labouring. Like, like an indie version. They may as well be okay. steel cap boots. Machine Gun Kelly sort of vibe. Who you've said twice today, it seems like you follow him <laughs> and like him. So they're Doc Martens. Those yeah. ones. Is that all she wears? Oh, no. no that's not all she wears. She can totally wear that. Yeah, but he's trying to sell her on thongs. Yeah, she's got like a pair of Burks that she's been busting out now. So you're saying how dare you? Fuck Birkenstocks! How dare you thong shame me when I'm when you're wearing these? <laughs> she would look better in those than you would in uh, Dave in thongs. Thongs. Well, Dave, However, Dave isn't even wearing shoes. Well, I can put them back on. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I don't. It's gonna make. A well, does anyone things. look bad in thongs? I don't know. It's like that's what thongs are. Thongs are. Whack them on. Thongs, just, the, thongs are the lingerie of the feet. I used I've to love thongs, dude. <laughs> lingerie of the feet. Yes. I thought they were just to stop tinier in like bad hotels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't have a shower in, in, the in camp, public. The school camp showers. And then yeah. people got a bit wild with Havianas and they just had to be yeah, I sort of jazzed up. Used to, I used to be a thongs guy. I'm now a slides guy like you wouldn't believe. Uh I don't, I don't like slides. Why? From a patriotic ideological sense, I don't like them. 
Can you explain? I think thongs are inherently Australian, even though Javiana's aren't. I think thongs are an Aussie icon. But you're wearing you know, non-Australian thongs. Yeah, but they're, they're well, so still not. Well, no, but no, but no, the thong like... itself, not the brand. Javiana's are the best thong brand. I'll die on that hill. Okay. Thongs, uniquely Australian. Even the the old, like, when they used to have the inflatable thongs at Bondi Beach on Invasion Day slash Australia Day. Um, they used to be Javiana brand. Green and gold. You love a bit of thongs. You grow up wearing thongs. Slides are just very, like, American, like... Yeah, but you you're know, wearing... Bra- like, what's, what's, what, where is Javiana from? I think Brazil. Yeah, right. So yeah. you're wearing a Brazilian brand while telling me that I'm wearing an American-esque... Th- slide like yep. you know you're you're a ball of contradiction i'm standing by it you're an absolute ball of contradiction mm-hmm. um I, look i get it i get it i do get it though it's thongs are a no frills and that's also a good look mm. it to to say to someone that you need to dress up and look fucking dime to the eyeballs that that's the only thing that looks good would be equally stupid can you Explain to me how you found yourself at Eddie's wedding without, firstly, without the bow tie, but secondly, with oh. your pants. Well, we're in fashion, right? Because we were getting ready at Eddie's wedding and it was a great day or great morning and we're all pounding rosé and dancing around the pool and fucking around. And then it was like, all right, let's all go get ready because it was getting close. So we went and got ready. And then we're all congregating in the area. We're about to like have a champagne. Like we've all got our fucking flower and our jackets and shit. And it's like, right, let's sort of have a bit of a moment together. And then let's fucking go. Street is the last person to enter. And he goes, all right, so uh, who's got my bow tie? Everything's out with no bow tie. And as soon as I hear him say that, I'm like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Wait, so who's got my bow tie? I'm like, this is... Of course, like this is perfect. This is exactly what's meant to happen, and whatever happens, happens. But this is exactly, of lucky, course, he doesn't have lucky. Tie. Lucky Eddie's brother Hamish had the the Thank extra Christ. bow tie. I will say this, and I'll die on this hill, but I won't ham on about it. Eddie suggested that didn't suggest, it's, and I I got Carly. He was on loudspeaker. I know exactly where I was. I was no, walking I, up a hill, and he said, "I'm getting the bow ties. Get the only thing you need to get is a tux, and I'll buy everything else." I go, dude, that's stupid why are you buying us all this all the, the shoes and everything i go send that bill to us we'll pay for it and he goes no no no, it's on the house eddie's a very generous person very he's a fuck with Ed- but he's generous I've a few generous friends he's a fucking dog but he's a generous dog eddie eddie without a doubt is a very generous friend yes and he did say this about the, the bow tie and, <laughs> and a dog well i'm just you're just you're just getting catty sorry you guys are married. So yeah, we are. It we just did. gets a bit. We you know, fucking eat each other's cocks every night. Yeah, Karen. Um, and he did suggest that, didn't suggest, he literally said, I've, I'm getting the bow ties, the shirts, the shoes. Um, don't worry about that. And then it got closer to the time and I go, mate, i got to, um, he goes, what have you got? And I said, oh, I haven't got the shirt. I haven't got the shoes. Da, da, da. And he goes, um, obviously it's all going to marry up and, uh, you know, going to be the exact same. And then he sent me, the shirt to get and then i go yeah, yeah i'll go get this and he goes send me the bill I go, i'm not sending the bill he goes mate send me the bill did he not do this for all you guys you all went and bought your own shirts i, I actually sent him the receipt and i said <laughs> i just wrote him this and i go mate yeah i go well mate i feel really bad doing this but you asked for this here's the receipt anyway i'm really excited for the wedding so what he owes me money for my shirt yeah and shoes 
I was happy. I was very happy to pay for my own shirt. But then sometimes, if you make a big di- like, you know, oh, it's my round. Yeah, your if round, someone, yeah, yeah, if someone says you're gonna pay for it, that, yeah, the last yeah. thing you do is like go to the yeah, like, oh, I'm gonna fucking pay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you don't want to debacle about fucking money squabble. Mm. That's a squabble. Avoid squabbles. I actually do. I steal you money for cigars? Uh, not really, because people bought. It's one of those things. Which did I, I never pay you though? No, it just came to my head. I never paid you. No, I bought, I bought everyone. I bought two hundred and eighty dollars worth of cigars. Two hundred and eighty. Well, there's eight of us. Was that how much they were? Yeah. Holy shit! I said I was going to get them. No, I'm you, so sorry. Burmo calls me and I'm asks, so sorry. Burmo, I just it hit me then. I went, oh my no. god, I didn't pay you for the cigars. And Burmo called me and asked me, and he and I and drove said, the point home them? that I would pay can it. Bu- can you buy them? I was in the middle go, of a dinosaur. Why don't you buy them? It's your idea. And he goes, No, I'm just I'm at the zoo right now. Can no, I was nowhere near. Pu- I was I was in a fucking zoo with the kids, with the girls. We're and in I was a like, squabble. We're squabbling. No, but I'm bad. I'm bad. I am bad. I no, should have paid for gives those. Gives a shit. Why are you 280 for cigars? No. Jesus Christ. Because the, the 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 thing was, like, I knew this was going to happen though, because that's bad. People would bring a bottle of whiskey that cost four. 40 bucks and then bang, everyone's done that. Wow. But then if you go no to individually ask everyone for $40 bucks. and there's eight of them, you feel a bit like a squabbler. And so I'm just like, yeah, I'll just front this. And um, happy to do so. Sorry, dude. No, I'll, I'll, I'll listen, I'll train it. I'd love a cigar. And by the way, today. those. those you uh, a cigar today after this? I've got some Cubans back home. Do you? Now I'll bring one over. Dude, let's we'll share well, it. You well, know? No, I'm not going to go. I'm going to spend the rest. I'm going to be with you for the rest of the day. Yeah. So yeah. you know. Well, it's a mate date. Yeah, it's a mate date. Like, it's not going to be, today's not like, oh, you're going back home. No, we're uh, together no. until until the girls will go to our place for dinner and we'll rock up. At your gorgeous house that you're staying, your, your house sitting. Dude, we're back in Bondi. Dude, we're back in Bondi. You moved. You're already there. No, no, we're moving in tomorrow. Oh, you're moving in tomorrow? Yeah. Fantastic. And then we're moving back. into my neck of the woods. Yeah, we're this back is together. fantastic. Back together. Um, anyway, hold on. So we were, so you didn't have the bow tie. You come out. You're saying Eddie said he provided Eddie, the bow tie? Eddie, and when Eddie said on the podcast, which I watched laughingly going, like, he there was there was a shadow of doubt. He goes, I may have said, but I don't know. I was like, maybe I did. It's like, brother, you did. <laughs> and it was just not that I didn't want to buy the bow ties. It was you just uh, said you, you were you, doing and it. And then when we went through it, he because he double checked me, right? He's probably you guys are fine. And he's like, Strudy, what have you got? You got the shirt. You got and I go that shirt's gone. I got to get a similar one. Get the buttons. Got the buttons. All these little finicky little bits, moving bits and pieces. And somehow that the bow tie got lost in that area where perhaps Eddie assumed that when it's like I've got the tux. That's part of the tux that I said that I have. Mm. And that's just where the confusion was. So in that moment where I said, I felt awful, but I was like, okay, dude, you told me that you had the the the, the bow tie. It was And so, he goes, oh, uh, no. Like, oh, fuck. It was a real look around the room sort of moment like, oh, this is just what we need. Right, we, when Eddie's about to walk a plank, you're going to fucking wobble him. And I was like, we're going to have to go into the, this is how my mind went. So I was like, we need a solution because we're all standing up there in front of everyone, you know, dressed to the nines. And I'm like, we can't have Hamish standing there <laughs> with his top button done up without a fucking Brother, I, I literally thought about cutting, getting scissors and cutting a black sock and twisting it <laughs> <laughs> and tying it around. That would have looked so bad, dude. That would have looked fucking awful. I was thinking probably a slightly more realistic fucking 
thought process was like walking up to one of the boys who were there in a black tie and just going, hey, listen, you're standing at the back. No one's going to see you. Can we just use this tie for this? And then Hamish will give it back to you as soon as we're done. And he'll look like an asshole for the remainder of the day. Shout out to fucking Hamish Simpson of Eddie's younger brother fame, who's a wonderful human being. Oh, he I, had I love two, that kid. I love Hamish. I'd met him a few I lo- times I think before. he's a... Listen, and this is, but like, and I don't mean to shit on Eddie while he's not here. He's better. Than, he's a better person. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you guys really are married, dude. No, dude, mm-hmm. he's a better person than Eddie. He's he, he's. He, you know what? With Hamish at the Bucks, I found myself getting like uh, showing my age, even though I'm like four years older than him or something. Not that much. I, older. I don't know. If it's, I don't know. Maybe it's like five. I and I was going know. like, mate. I miss live music. The strobe's going, the, the smoke machine's going, and he's going, yeah, I love it. The cool thing about Hamish is he's very, like, uh, not conservative, just very, like, very real in the moment. Not too much, like, sort of carry-on. Like, Eddie, not, Eddie's no, a carry-on. Eddie, Eddie's all carry-on. All carry-on. Hames, not, Hames, Hames, Hames like, straight up and down. Oh, oh Eddie, you're going to be carry-on? Well, I'm just going to be, um, like, If Eddie's carry-on luggage... Up. Haim checks it. Yeah, he Haim checks, checks in early. Checks Two in. hours yeah, early yeah, yeah. on the dot. Yeah, yeah. And good on, like, it, it's such a quality that I would love. Like, he's the antithesis to me. Like, mm. I admire him so much. Yeah. He's such, and he's younger No, you see someone, him. but you see someone like him where you go, like, I respect all of his qualities where it's, like, sensible, you know, considered, thoughtful. Also funny. He's his like speech a, was funny. His speech was great. One of the best. Whereas Eddie's was great too. Know, no, Eddie's was great, but Eddie's was a bit more like Eddie's total is, different. You yeah. know, if if Hamish is like if Hamish is like a considered speech, Eddie's is like lighting a fucking lighter in front of a deodorant can. <laughs> <laughs> like that's Eddie, yeah. and then Hamish is just a deodorant can. Eddie's was Gatsby, and Hamish was. Um, I don't have another one. <laughs> as soon as you said Gatsby, I went, where the fuck's this well, going to take this? You know, like the wink and it's just like Eddie was just super confident. No, Eddie nailed it. Nailed it. Pizzazz, confidence, anecdotes. He left, he had a written speech. I think he abandoned it halfway and just, just went up. I bet my cocky practiced it and he just knows yeah, it. For and sure. then he just fucking. But said with, but the thing. The way he delivers speeches is like he hasn't practiced it at all. That's true. what I respect. But I've seen a lot of different kinds of speeches, as I'm sure you have, like different weddings and whatnot. I hate speeches. And, well. Not hate the, speech. The, you I don't. You don't need to be Eddie to do a good speech. You don't need to be Gatsby if if you are that. That's fucking awesome, and he pulled it off. But Hamish was just, um, his tone was, you know, he's just coming real, da da da, and Sincere. then it was drier. It was just so that so the jokes were drier, mm. and then they'd land like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's a nice jab there. That's a, like one you didn't see coming. That's the ones that knock you out, and it was great. It was a knockout speech. I've seen. Um, my auntie's husband do one and he's like a, a judge very considered guy very quiet guy and everyone just shut the fuck up when they listen to this guy speak who doesn't speak much and you can be a reserved guy and just talk and that works too that's the interesting thing about a speech i think yeah, you know, yeah there's you, you no one capture, way to do it you can capture people's attention as in long many as you do it ways. your way yeah it'll work i believe frank sinatra said that oh yeah no he sung it to the souls yeah. of many. Yeah. Cute he, little boy. He was also a, um, a hot boy who probably cleaned up majorly. Frankie Blue Eyes? 
Frankie Blue Eyes. Did he have Blue Eyes? The I, only guy to ever pull up, a, pull off a fedora. I've got a wee wee again. Uh, oh, believe, hang on. I believe me in Bali circa 2016 begs to differ because I had a fedora that entire holiday and I looked fucking great. <laughs> it's an excessive amount of eyes. That's why I did it. I was like, what's the dumbest way to have an ice bucket? If and it was like to have a 100-litre tub or a 50-litre tub just filled with ice. Have you, and I know you're a fan of the cold shower have you yes. ever done a an ice bath yeah yeah i um yeah dude i've done a bunch i um mr gex mr gex there i don't want to make this obviously about me i don't know if <coughs> you know it's obviously it's not a big deal i played first 15 at school um <laughs> um it's not it's not the point of the story but it's it's you asked uh, we used to have ice baths after every first 15 football game that I played in because I played in the first 15. So I have With the seconds bath. not? It's just reserved for the, for the first 15? Fuck, that hurt a lot. I just smashed <laughs> my finger on the corner of that thing and I look, I deserved it. I think you might have had them in the seconds. You probably did, to be honest. I don't want to dilute your exclusivity there. No, dude, I'm, to be honest, I'm more concerned about my finger because it hurts a lot and I'm just trying to keep it in. You know what I mean? Ice baths I've had. I've had them. They're fucked, but they're good. Yeah. Like and they how are. Long, they how are long did you last good. in there? You'd get in for a couple of minutes. So you'd go in. I, th- I can't remember if it was two minutes or one, but you'd go in for a minute. Let's say it's one. You'd go you'd sit in the ice, bar- ice bath for a minute. And you'd sit there and, you'd fi- and then you'd get out and you'd go in the warm shower for a minute. Then mm. I don't know if that's even the right way to do it, but that's yeah, how we did sounds. That's how we did it in the first 15. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I'm playing touch now, touch footy on Wednesday night. Who is? With like uh, Killer from school, James Kilman. Yeah, I know Killer. And um, Jack Sherman. Jack McLennan. Jack McLennan. Sherman. You're playing with him. Is it Oztag or is Jack it touch? Sherman. Sorry, sorry, Shams. Um, it's touch, not Oztag. How'd you find your way into that side? Killer. You, you Killer threw it into the group chat and um, we were doing the. Uh, we were doing the. Uh, I don't keep saying golf because it's always on my mind. Cricket for a long time. Thick ropes county, eleven. And there was talk about it, armoring and ironing. And I again to the do something that scares you, just touch didn't scare me, but I actually touch scared. No, 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 no. It was a different it was a different pool of friends. Jesus Christ. No, no, no. It was a different do something that scares you. It was it was it was to Fuck. dive into doing something um with a group of people I don't know. They're all fucking legends. Toby Brown that you played in the first fifteen with. Did I? There's an uh, ex-Wallaby no, player in there. There's, uh, there's, there's Rob Horn. Yeah, and he's a oh, one arm Rob, hey brother. He's in Dude, there. Rob Horn, who's had the he he he, got, he obviously got that horrific in, injury, which I don't know exactly what it is, but like basically you, he was tackled so hard that he lost nerve damage. So his entire arm Ooh. was fucked. It happened to Simon Dwyer as well, who played for the Tigers in rugby league. But I heard Rob's like fucking one arm spiraling passes off the ground. Right, you can throw a hospital pass, and he's like bang, just, just goes bang body. Grab yeah, it straight body. away. Whips yeah, it the, in. The, the body's the other arm, and he can and also his arm's strapped he's in. quick, and he can th- mate. He's 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 a gun. But that's to me. I heard about that. And I'm like, that's a fantastic story. Where you go, this man was at the height of sport, and then he's had this horrible injury happen that's completely changed his life. But he's still able to like now find a way. Like assuming he's strapped that fucking arm up, and he just gets yeah. out there and yeah, it's in a sling, um, and yet. Uh, I don't know any of them that well. I certainly don't know him that well. 
I did, to be honest, and I'm so ignorant, I didn't really watch. Like, I'm not up to date on rugby union. Even when I asked her, I go, oh, man, what happened to your arm? And he goes, ah, uh, foot, footy, footy. I was like, oh, yeah. And Straight then, up and then, and then, Yeah, and then, think yeah I thought he was in a sling. It? Yeah, I thought he'd broken his arm. And then As later on, someone to told me, and then, yeah, right. and then on it went. Um, yeah, good player. Um, I respect And it's that. fun. And Toby Brown, he's just like the playmaker, TV, and killer yeah. on the wing. How are you guys going? You uh, Good. And are you was, contributing anything brother, to the quality of the side? Probably not. I don't want to like this. The game I played recently, I um, didn't add anything, and it was a few like I was getting too flat with the passes, and then just some, it was some just loose balls. But the first game, because I was so like not nervous, but like I wasn't. I'm not there to like. I, I want to win. Like I mm. wanted a new competition, mm. a new team. I wanted. I'm like, let's fucking win this comp, guys. And I've heard they've been in like the finals the last five years or something. And it's like, let's do it. And I hope I want to contribute to that. What's and, the team um, called? Um, Let Curtly Live. Oh, LKL. I used to play for Let Curtly Live. <laughs> there you go, brother. I was in Curtly Beer was getting fucking roasted by Rugby Australia. Yeah. And um, no, I, I set up the first try, but like ran from dummy half, but you can't get, you can score off dummy half, can't but you get can't touched. get touched. Yeah. And so I did a quick play of the ball at dummy half, did a little step and then a little side ball to um, who's I think it was, who's a new addition as well. Guy from um, Moray, legend, bang! Just he had to actually do an extra sort of step to get there. So you were part of it. an assist, and then the next uh, the next try that we had, I scored it. Yeah, so I was fucking stoked because I certainly wasn't in the first fifteen at school, but um, so fun. Neither was and then oh, recently no, sorry, getting into NRL, like in the last couple of years. <laughs> I was no, um, so sorry. I'm such a. Do we want to go back to that? No, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. What were the tour buses like? What were they, the what? Were they fun? Well, just the first fifteen. How was it? No, no. no trust me. Don't listen to me. Did you no, get like an extra little pin or collar on your blazer because you were first I think you fifteen? Did, yeah. I did get collars, wow. but I didn't deserve them. I'm so impressed right now. Feather in the so cap, sort of stuff. I was injured for most of the season. I barely played. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so a try on debut. I was That's so nice. Stoked. How many games you played? And then I played one last week, and um, that wasn't atrocious. But I was, re- and I was so, <laughs> I was so close. That is a second. Like <laughs> I wasn't atrocious. You're like, well, this doesn't sound like it's great. It was. I, I found it more difficult. I, I, I realized I've got certainly got more to work on. Like every, everyone's better than me in the team, but I. Realised on the first one, I can definitely score some tries. And I think I maybe was expecting to score again. And if you're sitting there expecting to score, you'd never mm. score. You've yeah. got to get involved. You've got, yeah. to, you've got to do the wraparound. You've got to be mm. audacious. You've got to be but like, yeah, you got to be working. put yourself in the position to score. Don't just wait for the ball and run. Someone's just going to touch you. Yeah. So I'm loving it. <laughs> Absolutely loving it. Oh, well, that's good. I, um, I'm doing no competitive sport as it currently speaks. Thick Ropes County's taking a break. Although, just there was murmur in the chat. There was murmur in the chat, but I don't unfortunately, know if I'd get away with Sundays. One. With Sundays are tough. With dude. wives and yeah, kids, yeah, yeah, it's a tough one when you have fifteen hundred fucking babies to deal with, or even one baby. It becomes a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I went to uh, Jerry's place last night. Well, Steph, Steph, and. Uh, Steph went to Harvey's place last, yesterday day yeah. to go and catch up with uh, Tam and Ash and all the babies, all the mums and babies. Got up with Ash and T yet? I met yeah. I met little Gracie yesterday. They're good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say T, but I met Grace and, and Ash. Obviously, people don't know the fuck we're talking about. Anyway, Steph was catching up with a bunch fuck of mums. Em. Fuck them. 
Steph was catching up with a bunch of mums yesterday at their place. Mm. And then me and Jerry both arrived back at their place at sort of the same time. And just the nature. Now he has two kids. I've got two kids. Oh. We did not talk to each other for like an hour and a half when we were there. Like we were both we both walked in, like as in essentially when I arrived, he just arrived. Yeah. So we had this like, oh, how you doing, bro? And then we didn't talk to each other for like really an hour, hour and a half because we were just chasing fucking children around everywhere. They're climbing stairs. They're fucking hanging off shit. They're, Zoe's trying to climb down fucking drain pipes, literal drain pipes. <laughs> I'm like, these fucking things don't... There was an entire driveway, like this driveway that they were just all running up and down. Yeah. And there's something about kids, they find the most dangerous fucking thing that they could possibly they find. They do, don't they? They're and start fucking with it. The and energy, Zoe, they, are, they, they are attracted they just look to for danger. danger. So Zoe's either climbing. Evie's sweet. Evie's two, almost three. Like, you can kind of, like, let her go. You she's know, going to she, be the school captain of a school. But, she, she, can, but she can walk up and down stairs, right? Like, you know, you don't have to worry about that shit. Yeah. Zoe's climbing upstairs. Then, like... Zoe's a little monkey. The amount yeah. of times I caught Zoe yesterday, she'd get to the top of this stairway well and then i'd see it and i get and then she'd like step back and fall down and you just like last minute i tell you what like everyone thinks ricky ponting could take screamers <laughs> mate if you see dads dads take screamers more than anyone. no glove just no one takes screamers ass. like dads when your kid's like falling off something and just out of nowhere and you catch them that was the entire fucking day but they had this entire like driveway to deal with and Zoe just finds the fucking drain and pulls the lid off the drain. Now, listen, I'm sure it's not Tam and Jerry's fault their drain lid comes off so easily, but Zoe finds it. And then I'm like, I have to go and I basically have to stand on this drain so Zoe can't. Let me let me give you some. I have to stand on this drain. Let's so polish this bitch. Yeah, polish it. Yeah. There we go. We're done here. Cheers, bro. Big day, Rose. Magnum done. Mate date. Mate date. Magnum done. So I take, I, I stand on the drain so she can't get into it. And then she starts like fucking mouthing the, <laughs> the, the taps that are covered in cobwebs. And I'm just like, huh. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. Eyes on the back. It's not just what back you of your do? head. It's the side of your head. You too. just got to follow them everywhere. You got to be a cyclops. You got to follow them everywhere. Well, that's one eye. You definitely aren't a Cyclops. Cyclops would make it harder. You got to be like the Lord of the Rings. A uh, Triclops? Triclops. Me out here, deal. Never seen Lord of the Rings. What? Yeah. But you've never seen it. Nah. You look like a Hobbit. <laughs> 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 I was in yeah, it. So I, didn't I, see it. I was in don't it. Don't yeah. I'm in there with you. Yeah, Dave. How have you seen Lord of the Rings? I don't know. I just kind of missed it. I was always into Harry Potter, which now I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Well, but you don't like Harry Potter. No, I, I loved Harry Potter. I read all the books I and things, what, but now is? it's like J.K. Rowling. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. shut the fuck you know up, what? dude. That is so lame. Dave. You can be an ostrich with your head in the sand and be so much happier than a fucking cyclops working out every issue in the world. Now, I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. But <laughs> take, can take you, that why, don't you like, why don't you like Harry Potter now? Because of what JK has Pretty said. Pretty much because she's a massive turf. What's a turf? It, it stands for like trans-exclusionary 
it could be radical feminist or reactionary fascist. Basically, she hates trans people. Oh, my God. Like, really, really oh. hates them. No, But then also doesn't. from that, I've no, kind of seen doesn't. how, like... And I'll give heaps of credit to Lord of the Rings because the world building in that, so I've read, just shits all over Harry Potter, which, like, doesn't which really Which you, you haven't seen it, so you can't Apparently say it. It's, it's just really you... hard to read. The, the books are um, amazing, but they he actually... T.J. Tolkien, whatever his name is. J.R. J. J. Yeah, Tolkien. Tolkien. Initials how you will. J.R. Tolkien. He, uh, J.R.R. Inv- actually, double R. Mm. No, that's George R.R. R. Martin. No, no. Or is it George R.R. George R. R. Martin wrote uh, no, two, Game uh, of Thrones. And I've read those no, books. two R's in Tolkien. Suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Tolkien and Martin, both two R's. So you hate... You My think nerd that, dick you is think, just shriveled Do you up. really think that... that J.K. Rowling is transphobic. Yes, one hundred percent. Like it's beyond a shadow of a doubt. The stuff nah, she posts and says beyond a shadow is. of a doubt. She I don't is. Think well, I think honest, she says some. She says some controversial. All I all I think of when I'm hungover is like, do I like Quidditch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the movies were all right. Yeah, do you, do you stop it. liking Harry Potter because you think J.R.R. Tolkien is a turf? Whatever the fuck you said. <laughs> Uh, well, I can't undo the time I had enjoying the films and like the books. Do you like What? The, oh, Michael Jackson. I don't know. It's all right. That's it's not really I mean, my though. era. I don't have a okay, but what personal I mean is connection like to it. Art from the artist. You're not yeah, gonna that's like tough. I don't know how to navigate that. I don't know. Michael Jackson's a weird one. I'm not like but some you, so stand you don't, for him. So you're going to like, oh. But, I, the, but I'm not going to actively like. All the memories not, I built I'm, I'm up gonna, liking Harry Potter, now I don't because J.R.R. Uh, what's her name? J.K. Rowling? J.K. Tolkien. They're all fucking She's a little confused by, you know. She's not a little confused. She's actively transphobic. Well, let's just it's leave like that. Beyond a shadow. Yeah, I'm let's not just getting into that, that. because I have no that. idea. No, I don't. Well, and I haven't I read up really. about it. I haven't even read the books, Harry Potter. I haven't read the um, Lord of the Rings books either. But uh, we just say I can't even remember how we got here. We were just basically you were, you were trying to remember some character from Lord of the Rings. Dave's a turf. Uh, no, I'm not. No, get out of the turf. I could have worn my get no turfs turf. and no get turf. Get out of the turf. Get, out. get on your two feet and march yourself out of there. Get Next time here. I come in here, I'm wearing my no turfs and no turf shirt, which says uh, turn all, what is it? Turn all golf courses into public pass, parks, oh, Jesus, the pro-trans man. anti-golf. Oh, it's you're like a turf fucking and turf. loser. Yeah, oi, we don't, yeah. yeah, Centennial Park, which has no one fucking in it from day to day, but we need to turn golf courses into yeah. parks. I want to walk through this park. Mm-hmm. Those fucking absolute losers. It's like, why don't you go to the parks you already got? You I do go to parks frequently. Oh, fuck with off, With my mate. dog. Oh, what? So you need to have more park? Become yeah, well, fucking we don't a... need three golf courses in the space why of like not? 20 minutes. There's not, the, dude, the parks aren't swollen. Because they're taking all the water. It's non-native uh, plant species. Oh, so it's all introduced up. species. No, but I get that. But you also... <laughs> you also, fucking Also turf. knock down... Dude, you're knock a turf, down. dude. You're a turf. <laughs> You know what, by the same notion, just go to Marrickville and go, hey, you all live here? Let's wipe this place clean and just build a park. Yeah, why not Marrickville? a golf course. The Royal Golf Course didn't even uh, used to allow Jewish people in there. As obviously a, uh, a dear friend, but a man of the Jewish persuasion, how did you feel with the whole Kanye thing? Did you like, did your family like talk about it? Did you even fucking care? Are you like, what's the... It was like... It was a bit of a weird... It was a bit weird. It was really weird. The first thing he put out was hilarious, where he's like, I'm a little sleepy, but when I wake up, I'm going Death Con 3 on the Jews. That's a that bizarre... Like, that's an insane f- yeah. fucking tweet. <laughs> yeah. Kanye um, is 
if you've seen the documentary, mentally unwell. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Totally not. And it's not like that isn't what Kanye said, and even what Dave Chappelle said isn't when you look at it terrible. But the kind of issue, which is a stupid thing, and it's like really weird and annoying to see. But that like that has kind of brought out other people who before this may have not publicly spoken about their feelings towards the Jews, their negative feelings. Do you think? But now it's kind of like yeah, that's a good point. What's the Chappelle thing? Because do you think, like, I would be interested to hear about, like, what Chappelle said, which is when he did the stand-up yeah, comedy. Yeah, the SNL. The SNL. So the SNL, uh, like, mono- <coughs> testy pop, monologue. Beta. Do, yeah, beta. <laughs> Ted, dude, sorry. That was fucked. Dude, I'm sorry. That's embarrassing. Uh, but, like, the Chappelle to Kanye. Kanye's was, like, like quite blatant. Kanye's was, pr- like, Kanye's was worse than what Chappelle Well, said. Chappelle's kind of, like, being funny, though. Well, he was trying, but, and I know you, you like Chappelle. You don't think it was funny? I, the second part was kind of funny. I just didn't think any of it was like creatively funny and having it. It was just basically like, oh, we're not allowed to talk about the Jews, but they're everywhere in Hollywood. Wink, wink. And it was like, I, and I think, and I know you like Chappelle, but it seems. Oh, I like him, but like, I don't, I'm, I, I like anyone, but I'm also happy to like think something's shit. I'm not. Yeah. To, I'm not like you and married to my. <laughs> but I don't know. Like the, what Chappelle said and same as what Kanye said, wasn't, if you look at them, it's like, if you're saying that is going to, you know, seriously harm Jewish people and whatever, it's not. What they said is not bad. But the problem, I think, that surrounds it is that it's inviting a more public discussion of, and like, not a discussion. It's inviting more anti-Semitic rhetoric because people yeah. are seeing these people doing it. And it's okay. And, like, Jews are far from the most persecuted group in the world right now, especially in Australia. Like, But you've been through it. Well, yeah, and that's what's the annoying thing is that, you know, after World War Two, and for a while there, everyone was like, oh, okay, these the Jewish people went through some fucked shit. Like, we should all be more accepting. To see that kind of go backwards, it's just like, when there's so many other groups that are still facing, uh, like, you know, racism or whatever. And persecution. When, and, and persecution, and when we're, we seem to be building towards a more accepting progressive society. To see something like this kind of go backwards, and not just because it's about Jewish people, but just to see, like, if people started you know, being really racist against black people again and doing black, fa- like, offensive blackface in movies and stuff like that. Yeah. It'd be like, we got past this. Why are we now going backwards? Yes. I get that. Is, that yeah. mate, it makes perfect sense. Can I tell you a Jewish story that happened to me recently? Can I tell yeah, you a Jewish nothing, joke? Yeah. It had nothing to do with race. Yeah. So yeah. a Jew and a, and a black <laughs> walking yeah, in a bar. Ah, Hamish, I don't think this is hot. <laughs> no, no, just like, I think you'll laugh at this. <laughs> yeah. That's why I thought of it. And um, uh, I'm walking outside of my place in um, Bondi, but it's sort of like Bellevue Hill as well. Mm. A lot of Jews in Bellevue Hill. Yeah, Bellevue Hill. And uh, you, you live there, don't you? Nah, Rose Bay. Rose Bay. Well, we're all around there. In these suburbs. So right directly over the road is a, and forgive my ignorance, a, um, save me here. A synagogue. Synagogue. A shul. A shul. We call it a shul. A, a shul, a shul. And um, they've always got like music on and it's like a big, Big old party over there. Mm. And I, I, Carly and I always talk about, um, you know, the uh, clearly Jewish folk walking down the street in their, you know, the hats yeah, the and the things. And, and, the and I'm like, and I, I, I love this. This is so traditional. It's so, it's so not lame. Like, it's like, you know, someone wears like a lame outfit. It's like they're wearing like, oh no, like I don't even, I haven't even got time to try and like dress any different. Like I, I we wear what we're wearing because I believe in my culture and we, I'm like, that's fucking cool. Anyway, not sucking the dick that hard, but I just think it's cool. <laughs> you can start dressing like that as well. And so we're walking down the road. Anyway, um, this Jewish fellow, clearly with the, you know, mm. 
the, the, the curly sideburn, sideburn squiggle yep. and the hat mm-hmm. runs over and he goes, excuse me. And he assumed that I'm not Jewish very easily that I assumed he's Jewish. And sure. he goes, and he goes, excuse me, listen, you're not Jewish. Yeah. And I said, mm-hmm. uh, I go, no, no, I'm not. And I've got, you know, six month old and pram Carly there. And he goes, um, okay, we really need a, um, a person to come into the shul mm-hmm. and um, work out the air conditioner here because it's on a day where the people you can't, can't press the button. You, you, you can't. Do, you can't. Do, so we can't have a Jewish person work on this sh- on a day that I don't know what the day it's, was. Well, it's Saturday. A holiday. It's the day of Saturday. Oh, was it a? Po- was it, it a holiday? A it was a Jewish holiday. holiday. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, and and I said, they absolutely. Found the perfect guy. <laughs> I said, uh, yeah. He, he picked me out of the bunch. It was right out the front of my house, which is right opposite the side of the shul. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he goes, um, he goes, come. Uh, he goes, he goes Can, do you, would you mind coming in? He was holding hands like this. I go, absolutely, man. Yeah. I'm like, Carly, I'll catch up with you. So I got the honour of being able to walk in as a non-Jewish man. Because mm. usually, the would shul. you not be allowed in there? Like, you couldn't go in? No, no, no you don't go in if you're Maybe if you're a contractor yeah. or something, right? No, you'd like, like, it's not like you have to yeah, be. Yeah, it's not like, yeah. probably. Like, but, I, um, but they're like, yeah, come in. And it was a holiday. So I don't imagine I could just, anyone could waltz in on this day. But they're like, come on in. So there's the gate. There's the security guards out mm, the front, all that sort of stuff. Kids, and they're yeah. like, and they're thankful. They're like, hey, just come in. And I go up the stairs and I go in there and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? This is gr- a great little pivot mm-hmm. for the day. I love this. And we walk into, and it's um, into the the area where they're doing the um, religious sort of prayers, it looked like. Wait, which one was this? Is this the one like on Bonacord Avenue? Uh, Pankerville Street. Oh, so the big wood, the brick one. The big brick yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been inside that one. I think and that's like the Russian Orthodox Jewish one. Oh, is it? Specifically, yeah. you've got to be sort of Russian. Well, you don't have to be, but that's like... Their that's their little like... Yeah. If you are, come here. There's more of us here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. Go in there. And he's so he's so lovely. He's he, This guy's clearly one of the leaders of, of the of the day. And he goes up to the, the air conditioner. He opens the lid of the air conditioner... And he gets my finger and he goes, now, can you press this button here? And I go, yep, dude. And he goes, this one there. And I go, dude. And he goes, that one there. He goes, and finally that one there. Fuck and I go, dude. And he goes, and he shuts the box. And he goes, my brother, thank you so much. Da, da, da. I go, hey, guys, no worries. And they're like, thank you, thank you. you know, so some guys are still like nodding, facing the other way, not, not focusing on me. But, like, but other guys are like on the way out, they're like, they're really appreciative. And I'm like, anytime. Anytime, dude. Hero, oh, baby. baby. You know, it, it, was, it was nice. And then I walked out That's and cool, I caught up with Carly up the like, road. Yeah. They're, they're obviously, like, the religion prohibits him doing it, but, like, the guy knows exactly the buttons mm. to press. He's like, I can't fucking do it. Well, so there's a name for that, what you just acted as there. You were a Shabbosgoy. So I was a Shabbosgoy? Shabbosgoy. So cool. a goy is, like, a term that people used to describe non-Jewish people, like a Gentile. I saw so, in Ari Shafir's fucking... Have you, do you follow Ari Shafir, the stand-up no, comedian? Who's that? No, Jewish comedian. Yeah. He was talking about how he said "goy" is a word that's actually offensive if you're not a Jewish. It kind person. of is, yeah. It's like he's like <laughs> like a geek. It's, 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 like, it's like a it's Jewish slur like, for oh, non-Jewish yeah, people. You, don't, like, yeah. you might think it's more just. It's like if you're not a Jew, you're a goy, and it's actually offensive. <laughs> it kind so of. So he was it's basically a, like, "Hey, fuckhead, thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, on your thank way. you. Hey, Shabbos, dickhead. <laughs> thank you so much." But it's just it's like a way to other the people. So like they're not yeah. one of us. But anyway, everyone so, who's not a Jew. So, but like some really religious people have non-religious people who I think come over to them because on Friday. Friday nights and Saturdays, which is like the rest day, according to our Bible, 
where you're not meant to do any work as prescribed in the Bible, which now translates to like, you can't push buttons, you can't strike like a fuse, so like electricity and stuff you're not allowed to do. So they have these people called Shabbos Goys who act as the person who was allowed to do that. But, and I've heard people say like, you're not meant to explicitly ask. So the way you kind of do it is like, it'd be really nice if this light was on in this oh, room. Oh, he did do that. Said, he did yeah, do that. So he did yeah, that. It, was, yeah. it was very he nice. Explicitly he was charismatic. He, he, he was like, I'm, I hope I'm not inconveniencing you. Listen, and he explained the problem, which is always a great way to get someone to solve your problem. Just explain the problem and wait for the offer. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, right now, and, I can't tell you. I'm, I'm like, fuck. brother, save it. More than happy. What are we doing? And he was like, come with me. And then we went and did it. And he was very thankful. And that was, uh, uh, yeah, it was just a more interesting part of just happening just just walking to the coffee shop to go get a coffee i got to go through a um full-blown shabbos guy surge shul shul yep and i go through a shul forgive my ignorance you saved the day because i've always wondered what happened in there (laughs) like what it looked like well imagine like you're all those dudes and most of them are like kind of older men as well in the suits there's like a hundred of them in an enclosed room with no aircon. Imagine how shit that day would have been without you turning the aircon. Dude, on. you saved the day. That's, I didn't that's even fucked. think about that. Yeah, that's, that'd be a nightmare. Dude, sweaty old Jewish man, not a vibe. No, not a vibe. Now I don't know how long we've been going for, but it feels like we've been going for like yeah. six months. And I forgot we were doing a podcast. <laughs> that's the best podcast. So, that's the best oh, there's podcast. Cameras there. Yeah, there's cameras. There's a deer on a TV. Did we did finish this? We too, finished didn't the we? fucking. We finished it. Now. This is coming out on a Thursday. This thing's going to be out next Thursday. Haim, you'll have one rocking up at your house, just so you know. Much lighter without the rosé in it. The baseball bat also stops intruders. Once it's done, someone comes into your house. But, mate, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Tried to smack that in. I went, tried to smack it in. I missed it. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, You're welcome, dude. It's been fantastic. We polished a girthy boy. We polished a girthy big day rosé magnum. It was a nice mate date. It was a great mate date. We we went through a bunch of um, different yeah, different avenues. We just, you know, we found ourselves in some different spots. Hope you enjoyed it. Listen to me signing off your show. Yeah, you sign it off. You <laughs> sign As a it guest. Off. No, you sign it off. Uh, just really. Um, this is a sick studio. It's a high <laughs> roof. It's such a high roof. There's there's a lot to say about a high roof. Um, yep, there is. Uh, again. Beams, exposed beams. Yep. I bet you everyone does wonder what it looks like in here. It looks sick. Thanks for watching. Maybe one day, one day you'll get a little yep. peek at it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Big Darrow's our next Thursday. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>